and we are live. How's everybody doing? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank y'all for being here tonight. You could be almost anywhere in the world, which is right here with me live on the show, and I appreciate y'all for that. We got a whole lot going on all over the internet, all over the mainstream media, a little bit of everywhere. Uh, we got Seth Rogen roasting the Emmys, but at the same time, kind of roasting you, the audience at home, roasting the regular normies as well for what was going on at the Emmys. Also, shout out to the HHS whistleblower, the RN, who let the cat the bag as far as the vax, some side effects, some things that they don't want you to know. We'll talk about that also. Joy Reid from MSNBC referring to the Gabby Petito case as missing white woman syndrome. We'll talk about that also. Your man Bill Gates was on an interview with, um, what was that? Uh, PBS. And then they brought up Jeffrey Epstein. He got very nervous. I'm talking about rubbing their hands, trying to find an exit, trying to find a way out. But there is no way out. There is no exit. Black Lives Matter in New York City surprised me. I had to agree with them because they were against the VEX mandate because it's targeting black and browns. We'll talk about all those things and more on tonight's episode of ABL Live. I thank you all for being here yet again. Yes, today is my birthday. Thank you all for the uh, birthday wishes. I'm 37 years old, so I'm going to need all the candles in the world to light my cake up. But nah, <laughs> thank you all for that. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I enjoy doing this show. So people were like, take a day off. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I, I like doing this. This is what I enjoy. So thank you all. Thank you all. I appreciate it. And also thank you to my sponsors for making everything possible. You guys know how I do. I start a show off all the time talking about my sponsors. Shout out to PatriotPost.us, first and foremost. Great source of news and information. They got iPads. They got memes. They got actual news on the ground. Really good guys out here in Tennessee. They are a really impactful, powerful website. Been around for a very long time. So PatriotPost.us, you got to go there for all your news and information. Also, shout out to BHEDesigns.com. If you want one of these beautiful handmade wooden flags that are right behind me for maybe a birthday gift for someone in your life, maybe for yourself, for anyone, go ahead, get one large, medium, small. You can get those or one of your own custom made just for you. Go to the website, bhedesigns.com, and all my links for what I'm talking about will be in the description box below this video, and they'll also be on the description section of the podcast if you're listening to this as an audio-only format, which I do have, of course. If you guys don't know, this podcast, well, this show is a podcast, and it'll be, it'll be available on your favorite audio streaming platform, whether that be Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, etc. Links for that will be in the box, or just go to the platform and search ABL Live, I should pop right on up. And it's 1,000% free, in case you're wondering. And who else we got? Oh, Shout out to Mr1920.com for some beautiful handmade American soaps, some some real, you know, fancy soaps for a uh, not super high, crazy, ridiculous price. Really good stuff. Again, Mr1920.com, link for that will be in the box. 
And I got to give myself a shout out. You guys got to go to my website. If you are ever wondering, hey, how do I get in contact with ABL? What is his other social media platforms? Can I send him something? Whatever you got a question about, go to anthonyblogan.com to find out the answer. It'll probably be there. And if it's not there, you can email me, snail mail me, and I'll try to get back to you if it's possible. That'll be on the contact page. But once you go to the regular page of anthonyblogan.com, each video has an article that I type myself, and it'll be sources for that particular video. So if anybody says, oh, you can't prove that, that's hearsay. No, no, no. There's always sources. There's always links that I provide on my website. So YouTube can't try to manipulate the links and try to remove stuff. It ought to be on my website. And, you know, my host, shout out to my host. I can't give him a by name shout out because that might be kind of weird for them. But anyway, my host, they're great. They don't try to censor me. They support me, whatever I got going on. So, yeah, shout out to my host. The website, they can't do nothing with that. That's mine, 1,000%. So, again, that is anthonyblogan.com, A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, the letter B, L-O-G-A-N. And, of course, ablmerch.com. We got, like, a handful of these left. I'm surprised we got some left, but we got a literal handful of these left, these USA uh, Special Edition hats with the with the stripes and the stars from the American flag on them and the camo on the front. You got... You know, 1776 Revolution on the sides in the back, and you got hunting in the front. It's a beautiful combination. We got a lot more hats, T-shirts, stickers, hoodies, mugs, more through the link in the box. Again, ablmerch.com. Okay, I got them out the way. I got all my sponsors. Good to go. Now, I think I'm going to start with, um, I think I'm going to start with Seth Rogen. I'm going to start with Seth Rogen. And thank you all again for the birthday wishes. I appreciate it. But Seth Rogen. Now, someone asked earlier, I was reading the chat. I, I see the chat occasionally, but sometimes I can't really read it. I just kind of see it in spurts. You know, if it's a super chat there, I see that. But for the most part, I'm just, it's kind of just breezing on by. But anyway, um, so someone said, what did Seth Rogen do? Well, Seth Rogen, if you don't know, is a Canadian comedian. I guess you would call him that. A comedic actor is probably the best way. I'm not sure what he's been in as far as movies. I'm not I'm not really the kind of guy that says, hey, there's a new Seth Rogen movie, y'all. Let me go watch that. I'm not really that guy. But I know I've seen him before on television and in movies. But anyway, he hosted the Emmy Awards. Now, this is in L.A. County. Just, just to give you the, the background so we on the same page and we understand what's happening here and we understand why he did what he did and why it was newsworthy. So he hosted the Emmy Awards and it was held in this tent. He called it an hermetically sealed tent, a big tent. So like It wasn't like a tent that you would see at somebody's cookout where they got hamburgers and hot dogs and whatnot. It wasn't that kind of tent. This tent looked like a ballroom. Really high ceilings. The tent had chandeliers coming from the ceiling. So that tell you what we're kind of dealing with right here. It kind of reminds me of what Barack Obama had at his house party, but more glamorous than that. But kind of a small area as far as square footage. High ceilings, but small square footage on the ground, if that makes any sense. But anyway, they're in this tent having the Emmy Awards. Now, LA County has a... 
I guess you would say, um, was it is it a mask mandate or vax mandate? It's a bunch of weird stuff. Basically, to be indoors and to not be masked up, that's kind of a problem. So what they decided to do was have the event outdoors, but still have it indoors because there's a tent. I mean, maybe if you got little plastic or silk sheet flaps instead of wooden doors, that means you're not indoors technically. I have no idea. The tent was so fortified, they probably had steel doors on that thing. It was crazy. It's like they built a whole nother little house just for the Emmy Awards. But I guess technically they may have been outdoors because they were not inside the regular venue. It was really weird. But anyway, the mask mandate in L.A. County says you got to wear a mask indoors at all times. It doesn't matter if you are vaccinated or not. It's irrelevant. Wear the mask all the time indoors is what they say, right? But when you see the Emmy Awards, the talent, that the actors, the actresses and whatnot, they don't have on masks. They're doing whatever they want to do. They're living it up. They're, they're hugging and kissing and carrying on, high-fiving. There's no distancing. Everybody's pretty much living like normal. The talent, that is, the so-called talent, the actors, the entertainers, the whoever's up for an award or with the party that's getting an award, they don't have on any masks. But the staff, they're masked up. They're completely masked up. And then the question is, if that's going on, why? Why are some people wearing the mask and why are some maskless? And then the immediate reaction to me from a lot of normies on the internets, a lot of left-leaning normies or leftist normies on the internet, oh, the stars are vaccinated, the stars are vaccinated. Well, here's a question. Here's a question I have just, it's rhetorical. Maybe somebody can answer it if they have an answer. How does anyone know who is 100% vaccinated or not? How do we know who, which one of these stars has the shots? How do we know what staff have the shots? It's LA, liberal area. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, as I said in my video, that the staff probably have the shot more than the so-called talent. So why was the staff messed up? And if the whole thing by having it in the tent was to skirt around the LA County mask mandate, then why did the staff have on the mask? If they're not really indoors, there's no mandate. So what are we even doing? So let me get this straight. If you are not inside a regular building, but you build a tent that's fortified like a house that counts as outside. Although you got a roof walls, it's enclosed, all that good stuff fortified that counts as outdoors and the virus can't really move around to the stars because they have the vex, but it can move around the staff who also have the vex and they have the mask on. It's the dumbest thing, the, the stupidest thing. So Seth Rogen, going back to him, because I didn't lose sight of him, Seth Rogen got on stage and was basically roasting him. Like, hey, what are we doing? This room is way too small. I was told that it was going to be outdoors, but it's not. This is an hermetically sealed tent. We're indoors. So he was roasting the Emmy Awards, and I appreciated that, but at the same time, he roasted us, the viewers at home. Like, hey, there is a 
mask mandate indoors. As a matter if you got the vaccine or not in L.A. County. Yet here we are with no mask on. What's going on? We're not distanced. We're in a small room. We're not outdoors. What's happening? You guys, and I'm included in it, you guys, we, the, the normies, the regular people that are not the Hollywood elite, we can't do that. But if we were the Hollywood elite, then we can. Now, L.A. County, they came out and responded. I think it was the L.A. County Department of Health. And if I'm wrong about that, let me know in the comments. But they came out and responded to Seth Green and to those of us that have concerns about this, this Emmy Award situation. And they said, well, they were exempt, meaning the Emmy Awards. They were exempt from the mandates because certain exceptions are made for television, movie, and film. It's so, like, okay, so if there is a party happening and it's filmed and put on television, <clears throat> then it's fine. It's no big deal. But if that same exact party is not filmed and not put on television, it's just a party, then that's not okay. That's super spreader. So the virus is smart. You got a smart virus. You heard of smartphones and smart TVs. Well, we got a smart virus. The virus knows, hey, man, we got cameras in the building. They're going to be on... Um, they're going to be on ABC primetime. I'm not going to invade their party. I'm going to go over here and just do my thing in the hood, right? I'm going to just hang out in uh, South LA. I'm going to come up here to Hollywood. That's that's what they want us to think. If it's being filmed and put on television. But if that same exact party is not filmed and not put on television, then the virus is going to go there because it's like, hey, man, they're not filming. It's cool. The coast is clear. I mean, does it make sense to you? Does that make sense? Australia, they're doing similar things. They're talking about having more shutdowns. For two weeks, they're going to shut down construction industry. Why? For what? I mean, what's going to happen at the 15-day mark when they reopen? You think the virus is just going to be like, oh, man, they shut down for two weeks. I'm going to go ahead and just go somewhere else and, you know, uh, quote-unquote terrorize them. And I'm not going to come back. It ain't going nowhere. They keep doing lockdowns and their rates keep going up as far as hospitalization. In fact, they keep going up and up and up. So obviously it's not working. It's not working. It's not happening. These rules don't make any sense at all. All that I see from the L.A. County Health Department is that they make exceptions when they come to making money. Right. They don't want to kill the economy so much. So they got to keep the Hollywood industry afloat. Well, it's not even about killing the economy at that point. It's about Hollywood having big money and them saying, you know what? We got to put these shows out because we, we got, we got money to make. We're not trying to have all these, all these problems. So they're going to go to their friends and local government and say, Hey, look, check it out. Here's what I need you to do. Make an exception for me. Give me the exception. Give my company the exception. And you get a little bit of kickback on the back end. Okay, matter of fact, you owe me a favor. I'm calling in my favor right now because remember, I did that thing for you a couple years ago. Well, check it out. Do this for me. Give me an exception. I work for XYZ Radio Company. So when we film, when we record for radio, I need you to go ahead and give me an exception. Don't require my guests to wear masks indoors. But right next door in Joe's Chicken Shack, they got to wear a mask. It don't matter if they're outside, inside, vaxxed, non-vaxxed. It's all about favors and money and political connections. What's that got to do with the science?
when you criticize stuff like this, a lot of people on the left, they say, oh, you don't believe in science or anti-science. What's science got to do with it? Just like Tina Turner, what's love got to do with it? What's science got to do with it? Nothing at all. <laughs> Not a thing. It's all about money and connections. That's what really makes the whole thing move. And then in a lot of cases, it's fear. That's what's happening in Australia right now, which is a, a crazy state. Did you guys see? And I don't want to show it here on the YouTubes because they might flatten me to pieces. But there was a video of an elderly woman being shoved down and pepper sprayed by two officers. Why? Why? And you guys know, I support the police 100%. You see the flag behind me? I got the red and the blue stripe. One, the red for firefighter, the blue for police. I support police 100%. But I think some police out there as regular people, because at the same, at the end of the day, police are people. I think a lot of the people out there in Australia are just being just governed by fear. They've, it's been drilled into their heads so much. We got to control this thing. We got to control it. Got to control it. Got to control it to the point where they go above and beyond the call of duty just to make sure this whole thing gets quote unquote controlled. But I'm not sure what pushing lady to the ground and spraying her pepper spray is going to actually do to control it. How are you going to slow the spread by assaulting the old lady? What's I got to do with anything? Again, it's being driven by fear. That's what's going on. 1000%. So yeah, shout out to Seth Rogen for that, um, that, that speech at the Emmys, but I feel like you're kind of trolling us because you're telling us, the regular people, that, yeah, we're not doing the right thing. Yeah, we're telling you that you need to go out there and put your mask on, but we won't do that. And, and speaking of um, hypocritical stuff, I almost did a video about this, but I didn't want to do a video about this right after I did one just the same as it. You know, I didn't want to do back-to-back videos like this, but... Um, the mayor of San Francisco, London Breed. Did you guys see what London Breed said? I'm going to try to find that video right quick, and then I'm going to pull it right on up. But London Breed is the San Francisco mayor, and they also have a mask mandate. Indoor mask mandate, it doesn't matter if you got the vax or not. Similar to L.A. County, maybe even the exact same one. And the mandate is very specific. If you are not actively eating or drinking, you got to wear a mask inside of a restaurant. That's what, it, that's what the order says. I'm not saying it makes any sense. I'm not saying I support it. I'm just saying that's what the order says in San Fran, right? Now, check this out. Let me put it on the screen right quick. This is uh, San Fran's Mayor London Breed talking about her time at this event where she was able to hang out and party and dance up a storm with Tony, Tony, Tony. And if I could find a video of her dancing, I put it up as well, but this will be her talking about her time at the party and reporters are hitting her up. Like, Hey, you were there with no mask on taking selfies and everything else was happening. And I'm going to play some of it. It's kind of long. It's like six minutes. I think I'm going to play it toward the end. So you kind of get the gist of what's happening. Hold on, can I get some more volume? No, I guess not. Um, there was something that was really um, monumental that occurred, and that is Tony, 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 the original members, the brothers, Raphael Sadiq and Dwayne Wiggins, who have not performed in public for, I believe, at least over 20 years. 
they are just really um, some of the most incredible artists in the history of this country and the Bay Area in particular. And the fact that that is getting lost here is very unfortunate. So, okay, if you guys can't hear it, it's kind of low. But if you guys can't hear what she's saying, this is London Bree again, San Fran mayor. She's being questioned about her going to this venue called the Black Cat. I guess is what it's called. And she's like, hey, check it out. You know what's being lost here? You know, you know the more important thing, not me violating the mask mandate that I put in place for my city as the mayor. That's not even really the important thing. You know what's the most important? Tony, 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 the group from the 90s. Southern California, never rains, all this and that. It's your anniversary. Yeah, those guys. The most important thing was that this is the first time on stage in 20 years. It's like, for real, really? Are you 15 years old? Is this NSYNC and Hanson unbought? What's going on? But let's skip ahead a little bit to get to the end so you can get a little bit more of what she's saying. Because I don't want to get COVID. And I know many people feel the same way. So let's focus on what's most important. That is getting reopened. Matter of fact, hold on. I'm going to go back a little bit because you got to hear what she said about the eating and drinking. Vaccinated. Mask on. Eat and put my mask on. Eat and the incredible trumpeteer, Maurice Mobetta-Brown, who is just phenomenal. These incredible musicians who performed and who really uplifted the spirits of not just myself, but all of the people who were there. And from my perspective, you know, I was there, I was eating and I was drinking and I was sitting with my friends and everyone who came in there was vaccinated. So the fact that we have turned this into a story about being maskless, no, I'm not gonna sip and put my mask on, sip and put my mask on, sip and put my mask on, eat and put my mask on. While I'm eating and I'm drinking, I'm gonna keep my mask off. And yes, in the end time, while we're drinking, like everyone else there, we were all having a good time. And again, all vaccinated. So basically, she's like, yo, the mask mandate, I don't really want to do that. I'm not going to sit there, eat, or take my mask off, eat, take my mask off. I'm not, I'm not trying to just keep replacing my mask every time I put a bite of food in my mouth. But that's what the mandate says. When you're actively eating or drinking. Now, that kind of, the spirit of that is, okay, you're at a table, you got food and drink and you're eating it. That's what it's for, right? The mask is not required at that moment. But she was standing up, dancing, drinking her hand, having a good old time. Kind of like what you would be doing at a nightclub. That's what, that's what was happening. But she's not really understanding why people are saying, yo, you're just doing way too much here. So the fact that this is even a story is sad. And it's sad because we're missing out on the fact that we have live performances. We in San Francisco have done an incredible job around COVID. Yes, we have challenges, but this is now a distraction. Sure, you are vaccinated because of the requirements, but don't feel as though you have to be micromanaged about mask wearing. Oh. Like we don't need the fun police to come in and try and micromanage and tell us what we should or shouldn't be doing. Ma'am, the fun police, you have a mask mandate in your city. Why are you talking about you are the fun police? 
except for when you are the person having the fun, right? You don't want to be the fun police in your own situation, but let someone else want to do that, then it's a problem. Little kids going to school got to put on the mask. So when they try to play with their classmates, you're the fun police there because it's your mask mandate. So, I mean, if you're not going to follow it and it's nothing to you, then what's the point in actually having it? Why even do it? How about you just rescind it? Just let it go since you don't want to follow it. Since it's a dumb rule, then let's not have it. Doesn't that make sense? Or maybe I'm just tripping here. I don't really know. We know what we need to do to protect ourselves. No one has been more conservative about protecting themselves than I have, not just because I want to set an example, but because I don't want to get COVID. And I know many people feel the same way. So let's focus on what's most important. That is getting reopened, supporting our nightlife, enjoying our great city, getting back to the normal we once enjoyed and having a good time. I mean, can't make it up. You cannot make it up. So yeah, that's London Breed, mayor of San Francisco, violate her own mask mandate to go to a party, having a good old time, cutting the rug with Tony, Tony, Tony. And it's, it's okay. And when asked, hey, why were you out there with no mask on? Do you know that was Tony, 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 first time in 20 years? All right, well, how about I use the same excuse for whenever I want to go out there and just violate whatever kind of order I want to violate. And I got some video of her uh, cutting the rug and dancing in the club. And shout out to all my California people. I know you guys are heated when you hear stuff like that because you guys often fall up under these uh, ordinances or mandates, whatever they want to call them. So when you see your elected officials not even following it, basically saying, I ain't doing that. You got to do it, though. I mean, it could be very discouraging. So let's put this video here. I don't want to turn the music on because it might try to flat me. But it's kind of hard to see. But the person right there in the back, I think I showed this last time, too. The person right there up under the first little light right there. Toward the left side, the left center of the video, dancing, moving around in the black with the little bun. That is London Breed. Having a good old time. Now, does that look like actively eating or drinking to you or is she just dancing? No distancing, nothing like that going on. So I, I guess it's fine to do stuff like that when you are the mayor, when you have a position of power. Do whatever you want. It, it reminds me, you know, the, the funniest thing I've seen was not even someone just outright violating the mask mandate. I think it was the mayor of one of these black female mayors, black female Democrat mayors, um, either the mayor of Baltimore or the mayor of D.C. I think it, it might have been Mario Bowser. Now, she was at an event. I think she was at a wedding or something like that. And she put on a mask mandate that happened one day after her event. <laughs> I mean, you can't make it up. It's like, all right, check it out. I got something to do tomorrow. So after that, I, I'm, I mean, my, my schedule is free. So I put the mask mandate on. I put the mask mandate on back then. Not worry about what you got going on. You may have something to do the very next day when she puts the mask mandate out there. But since she has something to do the day before, she won't put it on that day. She put it on the day after to fit into her schedule. Because it's like, look, man, I don't got no time for that. I got to do this wedding. So I'm going to get a big bag from the wedding, catch that, and then I give you the mask mandate. <laughs> the science, ABL, whatever, stop. I've, I've, the, the science, anytime I hear that, I'm thinking, hey, 
if you get presented some Kool-Aid, please don't drink it because it's not going to go well for you. It's not going to go well. But I digress. I promise I digress. I'm going to get to some more stuff here. Now, shout out to Bill Gates to do a little bit of a turn. Shout out to Bill Gates. Did, did you guys see the interview we did on PBS? Now, if you have not seen my video I did on that or any of the, um, the interview, I'm going to post a little bit of it here. Well, I'll play a little bit of it here so you guys can see what's going on. But basically, at some point in the interview, I'm not sure if the entire interview was about this, but at some point during the interview, they mentioned Jeffrey Epstein because you, you guys know or may not know that Bill Gates and Epstein, they were piling around. Um, Epstein gave Bill Gates some money or Epstein gave some money to, I think, MIT because Bill Gates kind of made that whole deal happen. If that makes any sense. Basically, you go to events, go on to parties, hop, not but no, whatever. Y'all get to talking and it's like, hey, um, let's go ahead and give some money to this particular organization or this group. You cool with that? You want to do that? Let's write a check to X, Y, and Z foundation, organization, whatever, and send it off. Um, Bill Gates wants to deny that, but it's documentation saying that Bill Gates helped, helped facilitate the Epstein donation to MIT. I think it was like $2 million. So when you're talking about, you know, little small chunks of money, $5, talking about millions of dollars, that Epstein allegedly gave on behalf of Bill Gates, maybe even vice versa. So, yeah, there you go, uh, Bob K, MIT, two million to MIT, correct. That is right. And there's documentation to prove it. And they, they try to cover it up too. So you didn't see Epstein's name on it. And before I, before I play the video, here's some context. Now, Epstein has already been convicted of... Uh, child trafficking or human trafficking. I'm not sure if it was with the kids, but probably was. He had already been convicted. This was his conviction back in like mid 2000s. I'm not really sure, but this was long before he went to the federal detention center and found himself suicided, right? This is long before that. So he had already been convicted. It wasn't even a matter of a rumor like, oh, I talked to Epstein. Epstein, he's a little bit creepy. It wasn't about no hearsay, no rumor. He had already been to jail, kind of. When I say kind of, I mean, they convicted him and he had a sentence, but he was able to serve it like at his house. and He was still able to travel. Regardless of how he served his time, he got convicted. So it wasn't a rumor. Bill Gates met him five years after the conviction. So everyone knew that he had been doing some weird things, but apparently it didn't matter to Bill Gates. Someone Bill Gates says, oh, Take this shot, take this, take that, do this, do that. It's like, all right, Bill, how about you work on your own life? Okay. You got a circle of friends that ain't really too good, apparently. But here's a video I want to play. And the main thing about this video is you got to see how nervous. I'm talking about looking for the exit, trying to find a way out. Look how nervous Bill Gates gets was reported at that time uh, that you had a number of meetings with Jeffrey Epstein, who, when you met him 10 years ago, he was convicted of soliciting prostitution from minors. What did you know about him when you were meeting with him, as you've said yourself, uh, in the hopes of raising money? Uh, you know, I had dinners with him. Uh, I Let's pause right there. Dinners, you were on the plane, sir. 
you were on the the plane that he took to uh, Epstein Island. Now I'm not sure if you went to the island on the private plane that Epstein owns, the Express, Little Express. I'm not sure if you were on that plane to go to the island, but you were on that plane. So when you say dinners, be more specific. Where were the dinners at? Where were they at? Were they at uh, Bob's Steakhouse in Omaha, Nebraska, or were they somewhere else where you shouldn't have been, sir? Married man, allegedly, back then. But we'll keep on going. Regret doing that. He had relationships with uh, people he said, you know, would give to Global Health, which is an uh, interest I have. You know, not nearly enough philanthropy goes in that direction. Uh, you know, those meetings were, were a mistake. They didn't result in... Uh, what he purported, and I cut them off. You know that goes back a long time ago. Now uh, there's, you know, so there's nothing new on that. It was reported that you continue to meet with him over several years. Um, <laughs> no, yes, yes, you did, yes, you did, sir. Don't shake your head. Yes, you did. At, in other words, a number of meetings. Um, what did you do when you found out about his background? He had to have known from the beginning because he met him after he had been convicted. Well, and, you know, I've said I regretted having those dinners. Uh, and there's nothing, absolutely nothing new on that. Is there a lesson for you, for anyone else looking, looking at this? Well, he's dead. So, uh, you know, in general, you always have to be careful. Uh, Oh, there you go, Bill Gates. So, you know, these elite people, when they talk about certain things, when they try to tell you how to live, when they try to tell you you got to do X, Y, and Z, or you're a bad person or whatever, it's like, okay, well, how you live in your life? You know, tell me how you live in your life. Tell me what you got going on with yourself, and then I'll make a decision based on that rather than what you want to try to tell me, what you want to try to explain, all right? Over several years. It's crazy. Yeah, he did. Oh, that, that's all. That's all it takes, son. That's all. It, it ain't nothing else to it. It's been a whole lot of fallout from Epstein. Um, what was that? Uh, Prince Andrew with the royal family. He pretty much got kicked out of the royal family, although he's blood. Like the family, that family goes back over a thousand years in Britain. Over a thousand years. And he just get kicked out. You're blood related. Next in line. You're in the line of succession. Uh, you're out. Because of what you did allegedly on the plane. And Slick Willie was Epstein's road dog, road dog. He was on the Little Express, what, 24, 25, 26 times? So Slick Willie should be the one right there in the hot seat answering those questions. But, you know, these elite people get it passed. They, they get it passed, and for some reason, a lot of the brainwashed masses, they don't really see it. They're kind of like, ah, oh, it's no big deal, it's whatever. The media have not really told them to be upset about Bill Gates. But when it comes down, when it comes to anything with dealing with Donald Trump, then it's a problem. Now, Trump had some dealings with Epstein, but Trump was able to recognize what kind of guy Epstein was and cut him off before anything weird. He was like, hey, I don't like the way he's, I don't like the way he's doing. He's looking at women kind of weird. He's, nah, he's got to go. But they, they try to link Trump to Epstein, but they don't want to link a guy like Bill Gates to Epstein. They don't want to link Slick Willie. And you can't, you, you must link Slick Willie to Epstein. You got to do it. How could you not? You have to. They are together. I mean, that's basically freaking frack. Thing one, thing two. Slick Willie and Jeffrey Epstein, they're pretty much two peas in the pot, two desperados. 
Okay. So how are you going to separate them? It's weird, but the media, mainstream media, the political establishment, they do all kind of, they do pretty much whatever they want to do at this point from what I'm able to see. Right. Did Hillary go to the island as well? Not surprised. Not surprised in the least bit. I'm, I'm sure that uh, Hillary, a.k.a. Hillary, went to the island. Probably with Slit Willie, maybe even by herself. No, they get down. And you know what? This is why a guy like Trump or anybody that represents a, a different point of view. How can I say? Anyone that's not part of the, the, the establishment, the cabal. They, they get blackballed right away because they know, when I say they, I mean the ones that are in charge, they know they're not going to play ball. If you're in the establishment, you play ball. Your, your man Joe Biden, he'll play ball. Whatever they tell him to do, he'll do. He got an ear device in, and they're just piping stuff in his brain, or in his head, not in his brain. They're just telling himself he go out there and do it. Kamala Harris, same way. So if they get rid of Joe Biden... And they say, you know what? He's not fit for office. We got to just sit him down and let him just do something else. If they do that, then it won't really matter because all they're going to do is put Kamala Harris in his place. And the same earpiece they gave Joe Biden, they give it to Kamala Harris. Clean it up right quick. Do a little bit of disinfectant. Put it right in her ear. Take that. We'll tell you the same thing that we told him. Simple as that. With a couple of modifications. Rather than wake up, Joe, it's stop cackling, Kamala That'd be the only adjustment, but everything else will be, will be the exact same. You're pretty much um, a human puppet being controlled by unseen forces, whereas you have people that want to be leaders who go in there and don't have to have these puppets, but they don't want that. That's why they want to villainize anyone that thinks for themselves. It doesn't matter if you are a Democrat or Republican, they, they do that. More on the right, of course, because... A lot, of, a lot of Democrats pretty much play along with the establishment stuff, but a lot of Republicans don't, so they want to attack us on the right. I think Kristen Sinema and Joe Manchin are the only ones they want to attack on the left because they're kind of more moderate. They, they lean right. That's the problem. That's, that's the issue is conservatives being targeted because we're not down with the program. Some of us are, of course, but a lot of us aren't. It's more of us that aren't than are especially there's more of us that aren't that aren't than are on the left. All right. And thank you for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you enjoy what you're hearing so far, go ahead and get the video with thumbs up. I like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. And Oh, joy Reed. So did you guys hear about joy Reed? Now, can I find this video right quick? I'm going to play it. I got my take on it. And I'm not going to totally dismiss what she's saying, but when I give my two cents on it, it'll make more sense. It'd be more practical. If you guys have not seen my video, I'll talk about it now. And this is going to be on the screen right quick. It's from Twitter. And let's play it right quick. But the way this story has captivated the nation has many wondering, why not the same media attention when people of color go missing? Well, the answer actually has a name, Missing White Woman Syndrome. Now, pause right there. Just so you know, if you are not familiar with the scenario, the situation, uh, she's referring to Gabby Petito, the young lady who was a YouTube blogger, and she wound up missing. Unfortunately, she was found dead. May she rest in peace. 
But it became a really big story. All the mainstream media news outlets covered it. And she, Joy Reid of MS13DNC, I mean MSNBC, is responding to that. Let me start from the top so you get all of what she said with my context before it. But the way this story has captivated the nation has many wondering, why not the same media attention when people of color go missing? Well, the answer actually has a name, Missing White Woman Syndrome, the term coined by the late and great Gwen Ifill to describe the media and public fascination with missing white women like Lacey Peterson or Natalie Holloway, while ignoring cases involving missing people of color. Joining me now is Derricka Wilson, co-founder and CEO of the Black and Missing Foundation, and Lynette Gray Bull, founder of Not Our Native Daughters, an organization created for the awareness of the missing, exploited, and murdered indigenous women and children. Thank you both for being here. You know, I, you. I, I, I bring up this point because there's a case that's so similar. A, a journalist friend of mine, um, Derricka, sent me this this story about a young, uh, uh, you know, about some other people that are missing. There's one guy whose name is Daniel Robinson. Daniel Robinson uh, is a young black man. He's only 24 years old, five foot eight, 165, black hair, brown eyes. That's his description. His dad has hired a private investigator to find him. Um, he's missing part of an arm. He was last seen driving away from his job site in the Buckeye, Arizona desert on June 23rd. And his case struck me because it's, it's very similar. He's missing in a, this, you know, the same part of the world. Um, it's a case that it has all of that same kind of sizzle, this sort of mystery of it, this young man uh, who just goes missing. All right, now let's stop right there. Have you ever seen a case of a missing man, white, black, Puerto Rican, candy stripe? Have you ever seen that kind of case go viral? I've not. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not thinking right now, but it's usually a young lady. Never have I seen a case of a man going missing and that being front page news. We'll keep on going. And then I'm going to talk about what she said, missing white woman syndrome. It, I never heard of it until this friend of mine sent it to me. Uh, and I guess that's sort of, that's the issue, isn't it? It is definitely the issue. And we have been sounding the alarm for nearly 14 years because of this. When it comes to missing persons of color, men, women, and children, our cases are not taken seriously. And no one is looking for us if we were to go missing. Okay, so you heard that. Now, <laughs> I got I got to I got to respond. Now, first of all, the race does play a factor in some of these cases, but it's not the only thing. First of all, it's the whole thing about damsel in distress, right? She's young, kind of pretty a little bit. People can relate to it. It's like, "Oh, well, she looks like she could be my daughter or my friend or my my classmate, something like that." That's why that, that's the initial draw. And also, she was a YouTuber or a blogger or something like that. So people knew kind of knew she was a little bit to a certain extent. So it kind of blew up that way. But more than anything, I think cases like this are used because they are an effective distraction. They could put it out there to the media. People are, they're sad about it. They are enthralled by the story. It kind of becomes like a little reality show. Unfortunately, it shouldn't be like that, but that's kind of what it becomes. Lacey Peterson was like that. This one is like that. John Benet Ramsey, may she rest in peace, it was like that as well. It's the same thing. It kind of becomes a reality show, and you care less about the person and more about the murder mystery behind it. What's going on with the boyfriend? What's going on with the stepdad? What's going on with the parents? You have news stations covering it 24-7. 
they, they put that in there with other news stories. And quite frankly, right now, news is kind of dry. I mean, how many stories can you do about the virus, Afghanistan, and the border crisis? I mean, you, you keep recycling that over and over again. It's like, I mean, talk about something else maybe, but it ain't nothing else going on. So they put that right in there to distract you. Oh, don't, don't, look, don't look at the border. We got 15,000 Haitians under the border. I mean, under the bridge at the border. Don't worry about that. Don't, don't worry about that. Don't, don't keep your eyes on that. Inflation's going up. Cost of food going up. Gas going up. Don't worry about that, man. It's, it's all good. It, it's, it's okay. Don't worry about actual issues in your life. Worry about the story right here. You know, that is for a distraction, in my humble opinion. Is it sad? Of course. But there's plenty of sad cases of missing other missing white women, black women, black men, white men, kids. They say every year between 500,000 and 900,000 kids are reported missing. Now, thankfully, the majority of them come home, like 98, 99%. But still, almost a million kids are reported missing. Now, some of these kids don't come home, but we don't really see stories about that. Not really, because it's all about a distraction from the mainstream media. You know, I think it, it kind of grew legs because she was a YouTuber and reporters picked it up. And then the media are like, great, we got a distraction. Perfect timing. And it's a new story. Let's talk about that. Now, we're talking about race mattering. Let's talk about people like George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and Trayvon Martin and everybody else. People still say to this day that Trayvon Martin was killed by a police officer. You see what I'm saying? He was not killed by a police officer. Zimmerman was not a cop. Zimmerman was a regular guy. He was a civilian, you know, neighborhood watch or whatever. He was not a cop and he was not white. He was Hispanic. But see, once the narrative gets out there, then it doesn't really matter. Okay. Trayvon Martin, innocent young boy killed by a white police officer in a nice neighborhood in Florida. That was a narrative. Although it's not even true. Don't matter. He's black. You look white. That's all we need. Now, if, Zimmerman would have been a black male. Oh, we don't care about that. You see, the race does matter, but it matters in a lot of situations. Sure, her being white and a young lady could have helped the story become popular. Oh, that and she was a YouTuber and it was a primetime distraction. But also the race matters in cases of police brutality. It matters in cases of these evictions and stuff like that. It matters depending upon the circumstance, depending upon who's covering it depending upon the purpose for which the story is being covered. Trayvon Martin, well, really George Floyd, that whole thing, in my humble opinion, is because they put out the budget for BLM in 2020. It's like, okay, look, we got an election right now. We're trying to get these votes. We're trying to get people to understand this is very important. We can't have four more years of Trump. So you guys go out there and tear stuff up. Okay, you find a random black man that got killed by the police even if he didn't get killed by the police, if he dies in police custody, let's seize on that. Because how many black men die every single day in black-on-black violence or, or by drug overdoses? We won't talk about that. People say that the opioid crisis is a white thing. But how many black men I didn't see in Philly, Baltimore, L.A., Atlanta, New York, everywhere, leaning, dope fiend lean? Because the race is important to report sometimes, but not all the time. So when Joy Reid says stuff like that, missing white woman syndrome, how about black victim syndrome? If you're going to do that, let's do it. Let's not give one piece of the puzzle, give the whole puzzle, and then let that marinate in your mind. 
and, and take it from there, right? Fair is fair. I'll call it all the way across the board. Does race play a part in some of these stories being covered? Sure. But not it's not one-sided. It's not just about this white thing. And if you are a white man, forget about it. If you're a white man and go missing, who cares? So what, white male? Don't matter. <laughs> it's like white males and black males are like cared for the least, except for when the story is advantageous to report. If they want to report on the white man being a terrorist or something like that or being a school shooter, hey, report on that all day. If they want to report on a black man being killed by a white person or a white police officer, report it all day. Anything else, so what? So what? And, 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 I almost forgot this point. Joy Reid has nerve to complain. Joy Reid is on television. Ma'am, you got a whole TV show. If you want to highlight missing black people, you got a TV show. You could do a segment. I just might have a, a half hour, hour, I don't know. You could do a two-minute segment and post up pictures and names of missing black people. You could do that. If you can't do it on your TV show, it's not enough time or the powers that be that the white man won't let you do it. Okay, check it out. You on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instasnap, you face, you're everywhere. You have a big social media presence. Millions of followers, Joy Reid, you can be posting missing black people every hour on the hour on your page. You could do that. Matter of fact, if it interfered with your stuff and you got other things going on and you don't want to have to clock up your feed, all right, check it out. You got money, put some money behind like a whole new thing, a whole like a nonprofit where you're talking about missing black folks and promote that on your show. Hey, go to missing kids, missingblackkids.org and sign up uh, for Amber Alerts, everything else from us. I mean, rather than crying about it, you have the platform, you got the followers, you got the money to be able to fix it, but you don't because you don't care either, Joy Reid. All you do is whatever they tell you to do from up high in MS-13 DNC. That's the reality. All you do is defend the left. You defend this decrepit man in office, Joe Biden, and you attack Trump supporters or any conservative. That's what you do, Right. It reminds me of um, Jada Pinkett. Remember her in the Oscars So White Kerfuffle a few years back? Now, she was boycotting the Oscars because there weren't enough black people cast in movies or getting nominations for Oscars. So she's saying, look, the Oscars, they don't want to celebrate us. They don't want to promote us. So what we're going to do, we're going to back away. We're not going to go to the Oscar awards. Oscars So White. Remember that hashtag, Oscars So White? That's what she said the whole time. Her husband, Will Smith, and her, she's a partner in the company, have a company called Overbrook Entertainment. Look it up right now. Overbrook Entertainment. Overbrook Entertainment is a publishing company, and all of Will's movies come out on there. After Earth, I Am Legend, etc. Hitch, all those movies come out under that. Now, in all these movies, who is the other black guy out from Will Smith? Uh, crickets, you get about 20 movies in your portfolio under Overbrook Entertainment, but you are usually the only black person in the movie. <laughs> so I don't understand what the problem is. If you want to see more black people in movies, how about you put them out in your blockbuster, multi-million dollar movies, Men in Black? Come on. 
you're the only black guy usually in the movie. So let's not play no games. It's dumb. It, it, it goes back to the whole Hollywood thing. It's, it's so silly how they operate. You know, Hollywood has politics that are worse than Washington. <laughs> I think that's why the entertainment industry, well, mainstream media, I think that's why they blend so well with the political establishment because it's the same thing. They're, they're playing games. They're being fake. They're being phony. They're not being real. They're all being dishonest. It's all a performance. So when you have guys that are not trying to perform and they're trying to go in there and just, I don't know, do their job and actually lead, uh, do your job and be honest, then they're outcasts. Then they are on the outside of the, the cliques and the groups because they do things the proper way. I saw a meme where they were talking about, um, I can't really, it's kind of hard to explain without pulling it up. But basically, you have uh, good police, bad police. And the good police, it was a bunch of icons there, right? Representing what the police would be as far as number of icons. And bad police, it was only a handful of icons. And it was a few more like that. And then it was bad politicians, a whole bunch of icons, good politicians, a handful. That's what's going on right now. That's what's happening. So thank you all again for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you enjoyed what you're hearing thus far, go ahead and give the video a thumbs up. Also, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Oh, and shout out to Black Lives Matter. Speaking about black folks and stuff like that, shout out to Black Lives Matter. I never thought I would say such words out of my mouth on the internets or off the internets because I'm the same way on or off. I don't really care about nothing else. I'm, I'm me, period. But shout out to them. Now, here's what happened. So Black Lives Matter, they protested this restaurant in New York City called Carmine's. I never been there, but I heard they got really good food. Uh, it's a legendary restaurant. Everybody goes there or wants to go there. I heard it's a really good spot, right? But here's what happened. Here's the situation. So as you may or may not know, New York City has a vax mandate to go into restaurants. So once you go to the front door, you have um, like, a, like a waiter, waitress, uh, a host, pardon me. You have a host or a hostess who is going to ask you for your vax card and they're going to examine it and make sure it's not fake or whatever. So you had a group of nine people and I think they might've been all black women and six of them got into the restaurant with no problem. Everything was all good. I guess they had their vax card and it wasn't a problem. Now three of the women who were all black, you know, all black women in their mid to late forties, there was an issue. Apparently, from what I'm hearing, and maybe I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, let me know. They showed that they had gotten the vax, but there may have been a problem. They may have said that the cards were fake. So after they went in, they were kicked out. And that's when the fight broke out. One of the women that got kicked out got into one of the hostesses' face up front, and then it became a big brawl. And if you want to find that, I think I did a video about that on my website and the video should be somewhere right there. I can't play it right here, obviously, because we're on the YouTubes. But it was an issue. It was a problem. And it was a fight over the Vax mandate because they were told that it was fake or whatever the case may be. Now, I knew that would happen. I knew it would happen. Okay, because, 
what they say, 75% of black folks in New York City are not vaccinated. And as a matter of fact, that stat that I said right there, the person from BLM said the same thing. And she called um, the people enforcing it, the Gestapo, the New York City police, or not, not, the, not really the police, but whoever wants to enforce it, she called, them, she called them the Gestapo for enforcing that rule. Matter of fact, here we go. And shout out to Roster Red Pill on the internets, on the Twitters for this particular um, video. Yeah, and I heard that, Michael. Thank you for that. Before I get to the video, um, somebody said the Asian person said the N-word, but I'm not really sure about that. I've, I've, not, heard, I've not heard anybody corroborate that, but that's kind of floating out there. I think the main problem was the VAX mandate and how they were in the restaurant, but then got kicked out. And then we're told they had fake VAX passports or VAX cards. It was a whole big mess. So here's the clip of the protest. Uh, there may be a couple of spicy words here and there. So pardon me if that happens. It's not my fault. Blame the white man for that. <laughs> Today we are here for black women. The most unprotected, the most disrespected, and the most neglected person in this nation is the black woman right. on the basis of race. I'm disgusted by the narrative that Carmine has created. Now everyone today in their new press release had a vaccination card. Remember these black women, these professionals, the doctor who worked on Capitol Hill of this nation mm. was called a moron. Mm. Why we are out here today, it's about protecting black women in this city. It's about protecting all black people because the stats show that 72% of black people in this city from ages 18 to 44 are unvaccinated. So what is going to stop the Gestapo, I mean the NYPD? What is going to stop them from rounding up black folks? What's going to stop them from snatching black people off the train? Snatching, snatching black people off the bus? What is going to stop them from doing this? We are. Now, that guy right there is Hawk Newsom. He did an interview with Candace Owens a while back when she was on PragerU. Check it out. He's kind of a, he's an odd case. Hawk Newsom is the kind of guy that can be reasonable sometimes, but then he can also be a lunatic, a, a stomp down stone cold lunatic. So, but right here, I feel like he was justified in his anger. Now, in case you can't see this right here, he has a megaphone and he's like within two feet of the host stand. <laughs> he's like right here. Have you ever seen that um that the image from Starbucks? Remember back in the day they had the issue with Starbucks? It might have been on the left coast or somewhere, or it might have been in Philly. I can't remember where it was. But it was two black men that were just kind of sitting there, um, not buying anything. Say like it was a meeting coming there, waiting on the meeting. I'm not really sure what's going on, but anyway. They were, the employees were trying to say, hey, you got to buy something. You can't just be sitting there or whatever. Anyway, that became a whole thing. I think at the same time, people were trying to use the restrooms in Starbucks 
without any kind of key or without any kind of money, just use it willy nilly, have it open to the public. Well, there was a protest there, and there's always a meme you could find on the internet of a protester directly in the barista's face with a megaphone. I'm talking about like within five inches. And you can see the look on that man's face, the barista. The red pill was hitting him right then and there, instantly, right away. But that's pretty much that video from BLM. Now, hey, as I've said, I saw this coming. I saw it coming because you got 75% of black folks in New York City that don't have the VEX, right? 75%. And then they say, okay, VEX passport. So what's, what's that going to cause right there? If you got to have a, a passport to go to a gym, to go to a club, a restaurant, if you got to have the VEX for everyday life, that's going to be a problem. That's going to be an issue because you're not going to convince people to go out there and get that by forcing it necessarily. Okay, they're going to do fakes. They're going to try to brute force their way through. It's going to be a problem. People talk about voter ID is racist because they say that it keeps black folks out of voting. That's not true. Everybody has an ID card. If you don't have one, you just don't want one. You got to have an ID card for your everyday life, especially in a city like New York City. You got to have an ID to get housing, to get on any kind of government benefits to get a job, to start a business, file taxes. You got to have an ID for so many different things. So when people say having the ID is restrictive and it's, it hurts black people, where's the evidence for this? There was a video from a man that was on Fox News. You guys have seen it before, of course. He went to a college in California, a really leftist liberal college in California, right? And then he went to Harlem in New York City and he was asking about black folks being able to get ID or voter ID. I think he asked about voter ID in California and he was like, well, is it fair to black people? And they were like, no, nah, it's not fair. You got to have voter ID because black folks, they don't know how to go to the DMV. They don't know how to do the process. They don't know how to do anything. It's like, really? <laughs> are we like, are we uh, just, are we cavemen? Are we still uh, stumping? On um, are, are we are we still making carvings in the walls in the caves? We we've not discovered technology. These Haitians up under the bridge, with no no pot to go in or you know the whole thing a window you know the thing. They got cell phones in their pocket. They got drip. They got Calvin Klein. They got jewelry. They got all of that. When the Haitians are going to be sent back home before the the rush of Haitians came in. Before that happened, there were 800 of them getting ready to get deported. But then at the last minute, they called the deportation off. So what happened? They all got their cell phones out and called their friends and family back home. Like, hey, come on over. It's good. And one week, 15,000 of them popped up like that. So it's, it's the silliest thing. If you have a telephone, you got an ID. Period. That's racist, though, to require voter identification to go vote because it's going to impact black people. But there's no evidence that black folks can't go out there and get an ID. There's no evidence that a large amount of us do not have IDs. There's no evidence for that. However, there is evidence that black folks don't have the vex, don't want to get the vex, ain't going to get the vex. There is evidence of that. But vaccine passport 
not racist, not restrictive. Really? Okay. Makes sense to me. I think we all can gather from what I just said right there that the whole thing about voter ID is not about black folks. They're using us to push their agenda. What's their agenda? To leave that door open. If they got to do some funny business, if they got to do whatever they want to do, they want that door to be open. It's easier to do things you shouldn't be doing when that door is open. Go to Nigeria. People living in real poverty. You think that your, your project with roaches and rats is poverty? How about living outside? Like, for real, with actual wildlife. How about that? Living in a hut in a, in a, in a trash dump. How about having a room that's so small, you can't do anything but just sit down Indian style in it. That's, that's your whole house. How about eating from the trash like it's normal? How about that? In a place like that, they all got voter ID to go vote. They're standing outside in the desert, 100 degree heat, ready to vote with their voter ID card in their hand. Matter of fact, I got, I got a picture right quick. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up just, just, to give, just to give a little bit of, you know, fact to the situation. Uh, here we go. Hold on. Let me see if I can find a better one. I am going to pull it up right quick. Hold on one second. There we go. Now, if these women got their voter ID card, they're outside, it's hot, and they get ready to vote, I, why, why can't black Americans do it? It's a lie. I don't want to hear any, if anybody come to me and say, yo, I, I support vaccine passports, but at the same time, voter ID is racist. I'm going to like, hey, man, you didn't already consume the Kool-Aid. Go seek help. Get it flush out of your system because it's now right in your brain. This does not compute. This does not make sense. If they can do it on in real poverty, anybody in the world can. Period. <laughs> All right. That was in my mind. I wanted to get it off. So, yeah, shout out to Black Lives Matter in New York City for that. Again, uh, you're never going to really hear me say shout out to Black Lives Matter. I disagree with them and their tactics. I think that they are uh, a pretty violent group, um, a disruptive group. But if they're saying stuff like that, I can rock with that. I can support that part. We can find common ground on that. I'm not a person that's like, I'm not, I'm not a game banger where I'm just like, you know, my gang or else. If you say a good thing, if you do a good thing, I say it's good. I say I support that because they did. And you're going to see more of that as people start to see the reality of the Vex passport. And back to this whole Haitian thing. Have you guys seen this? Um, I know you guys have seen this picture right here. Now, imagine if this was under, under Trump. Imagine that. If it was under Trump, what, what they would say. Now, this is not a whip, this little thing right here. If you guys can't see the video, this is a picture of um, the, the border crisis with the Haitians. And you have border patrolling horses trying to prevent Haitians from getting into the country, from going wherever they want to go. Now, what the border patrol officer has is a horse rein. 
It's not a whip to be whipping the Haitians with. However, if Trump were in office, this would 1,000% be a whip. I've been watching the media, and they've kind of, I've not really seen them say this is a whip. I've seen them say, oh, the poor treatment of Haitians, and we're going to investigate. The funny thing I saw was Kamala Harris talking about, oh, we're going to investigate what's happening with the border and the treatment of Haitian immigrants or migrants, whatever they want to call them. It's like, Kamala Harris, you are the border czar. This is your responsibility. Who are you going to investigate, yourself? I mean, you are in charge. Clearly, she's not worried about the border at all. Joe Biden said, okay, you're going to be the border czar. And she didn't do a thing with it. Pretty much just let it go. The border is out of control. 15,000 people. And it's gotten to the point now where they're starting to convert it. It's where it just came from. Grass huts. It's like, what are we doing? What's going on? And you know, one thing I heard about on these stations, how they were able to get to this part of the world so quickly because understand, Haiti is far away, obviously. It's on an island, and it's 2,000 miles away if you do a, basically a straight line from Haiti to Texas. And that straight line is pretty much all go from Mexico. So how do you get from Haiti to Del Rio, Texas in like two or three days? If, you say, if, you, if you're a poor migrant, struggling, hungry, how do you do that? Well, it turns out a lot of them have been living in Chile for years, 2014, 20 years. So when their family call them like, hey, man, come on, come on, come on, man. Come on, man, come on now, man. When they hear that from their family, it's like, all right, bet, let's go right now. They, they got in their car or they got in the caravan and left and went to the border to try to get into the U.S. Because they were already in South America Go through Panama Canal, go straight up, go through Mexico, pay a coyote, whatever they got to do, and they're there. You know, the first clue I got about that kind of being weird was I heard one of these guys speaking Spanish. I'm like, wait a minute. That don't, that, that's not French. That's not no French Creole. I know what Haitians sound like. Sacafetla, I know what Haitians sound like. That's not, that's not Creole. That's Spanish. So why is he speaking Spanish? What's going on? He's not. Mexican or Guatemalan or Honduran, he's obviously Haitian. He's speaking Spanish because he was living in Chile, speaking Spanish over there. He had already been there for years and years. Before the Trump administration, he'd been there in Chile, waiting to get into the U.S. That's how you got 15,000 of them popping up immediately. The word got out. Now they're trying to say, oh, we're going to deport him back to Haiti. No, you're not. You're deporting single males, allegedly, but if there are a family structure, a woman, pregnant woman, a man with his wife and kids, they're not deporting them. They send them straight to the interior of the country with, with, with a notice to deport. I mean, a notice to appear at a court. So they say, okay, go into the country. Here's a notice. Come back to court, please, and come see us. All right, whatever. They're going to be in Miami. <laughs> they're going to be wherever they want to be doing their thing or they go to a sanctuary city where they're not going to be deported. They might even go to Canada if they could. They go to Montreal, you know, French-speaking area. Go to Quebec somewhere. I mean, it could happen. It definitely could happen. So, I mean, at the end of the day, this whole thing, 
is Biden's fault. You know, and I'm going in a lot of these comments, trolling people all over the Internet, talking about, hey, this didn't happen under Trump. It, it never was going on under Trump. And, and the Haitians would say it. They would say, well, I can't do it under Trump because there was rules, right? I can't just go to the country because I'm going to get deported. I'm going to get stopped. They're going to arrest me. I might go to jail. I, I can't make it under the previous administration. But under Biden, we lit. It's a green light. It's wide open. We're not going to get deported. Ain't no border security. Ain't no border wall. I'm going to waltz right in. So a lot of these guys, to go back to this, a lot of these guys don't even really fear what's happening with the Border Patrol. Look, look at this guy right here on the left-hand side. Hold on. Let me see if I can zoom in a little bit more. They don't even really fear it. It's kind of a game because it's like, you're not going to deport me, so what's, what's the point? He's smiling. He got a smile on his face. This guy here, got, he got like, look, he got nice jewelry on. No shoes on his feet, but nice jewelry. He got his Adidas slides in his hand. I see the little um, Adidas symbol right there. But he got some nice food right there. Okay. Uh, the guy right here has a nice little smile on his face. They, they're not really, it's not really that deep. They got money. They got jewelry. They got phones. They got all that. All they want to do is go to their cousin's house, their, their new house they're going to build, whatever it is. And have that be that. They don't care nothing about this guy on the horse. They don't care at all. And you're going to see more and more of that coming. And I think the only thing that they have they can use is um, some kind of thing with the, the virus where they can cite the virus and then deport them or send them back over the border to Mexico. But they can only use it at certain times. I'm not sure how that whole thing works. But anyway... That's going to expire in two weeks. So if they don't have that and there's no border control or patrol as it is, it's going to be completely wide open. 200,000 apprehensions in one month. You're going to have more than that that are not caught and are allowed to go into the country. And then you got drugs, guns, everything else pouring in, pouring in like water. It's crazy. But hey, we got super chats on deck. I'm going to get to those right quick. Thank you for being here. If you enjoy what you are hearing so far, go ahead and get the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. And if you are not subscribed to the channel yet, please do so. That'll help me out tremendously. But we're going to go ahead and get to the super chats. I'm going to read those right quick. Let me go to the page where it's at and we'll get rocking and rolling that way. Yeah, those horses just kind of like crowd control. It reminds me of my days going back to Virginia Beach where we go down the oceanfront and there'd be horses right there. So guys are getting in fights or guys would stand around too much and end up starting fights. What it ended up happening was they would get the horses out and just crowd control. It wasn't about trying to hurt anybody, nothing like that. And you have the horse, horses are smart. They're not trying to trample you, really. They, they'll avoid you to prevent from trampling on you by, naturally. But if you see a horse coming at you, you're not really going to go forward because you don't want to accidentally get trampled. It does not feel good, <laughs> uh, I would suppose, to get trampled. I've not been trampled, but I don't want to try it out and see how it feels. All right. So thank you to Apu for a few super chats here. I'm going to read. Um, he gave me a whole bunch, so I'm going to just read them. And he says, ABL, I wish you all the best of health and happiness, peace and prosperity. 
for you and your family on your birthday. Thank you for your humor and common sense. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. He also says, ABL, your favorite birthday memory, also favorite cake. Birthday memory, I don't know. It's been a lot, just being a kid, having little birthday parties and stuff like that. Yeah, being a kid, getting toys and all that kind of stuff when I was a kid. Cake, uh, uh, carrot, carrot cake. Um, also, great rebuttal of Joy Reid missing white women video. Exactly. Um, George Floyd, $27 million. Uh, Brianna Taylor, $12 million. Gabby Patino, Tony Tempa, zero. A- exactly. Exactly. Uh, ABO Green will be your limb. Shocker. Jesse Jackson said a phone, a plane needs a left wing and the right wing to fly. <laughs> Anyways, now is good versus evil and we need all. Exactly. Um, who's the creepiest? Bill Gates, George Soros. Was that Charles Schwab? Jeff Bezos. Was that Tom Steyer? Um, the creepiest is George Soros, ain't no question. That's like that's the 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 ultimate creep master there, George Soros. Um, he says, Am I gonna be on Brandon Tatum's tomorrow show tomorrow night? Jericho 2, Modern Renaissance Man. I'm not sure. They gotta let me know. We'll see. But hey, if I'm if if they got it, if they have it, I'm there. I'm not sure who will be the guest. You gotta just, it'd be a surprise if we do it. Um he says, defund the FBI. FBI failed the U.S. Gov- the gymnast. Shame, exactly. Yeah, that was crazy about the gymnast. It's like, okay, you're worried about the wrong thing. You got these guys, you got these federal rallies going to the rally the other day. Meanwhile, you got this guy, Larry Nassar, who was allowed to just roam and do whatever he wants to do to the gymnast. And then the craziest part about the Gabby Petit- Petito, Petino situation is they had the boyfriend they knew was a prime suspect because we're talking about a woman going missing. The boyfriend is always the prime suspect, boyfriend or the husband, always, always. So they knew where he was at. They didn't, they didn't not know. They had him and let him go. So the federales can't even keep track of a guy that's not missing and allow him to become missing let alone find a missing person because Gabby Petito was found by YouTubers, not the federales. And you know what? You have some good federales out there. I'm not trying to say that. I'm just trying to say you have bad leadership. Good guys want to do the right thing, but ultimately bad leadership. It's really unfortunate. Um, Let me see. Uh, God bless January 6th, MAGA Patriots in jail before trial, unjust. Uh, ABL, your birthday wish, mine, deep state, destroyed, MAGA. Thank you for that. Also, shout out to Amber Crabby and Snitch, FBI, monitoring ABL. Yo, shout out to the Federalists. If you're watching the videos, hey, hopefully you guys enjoy it. Uh, matter of fact, you might as well go ahead and subscribe. You might be on kind of a, a obscure network, but it's fine. Subscribe on your regular, subscribe on your main and put your name out there. It's fine. I ain't going to tell nobody. Thank you to Vivian Fire. Who's happy, happy birthday. Thank you for that. Thank you to Santo Bartes who says, do you think Biden honestly thinks he'll make it four years? Or is he that out of it? He doesn't recognize Harris is setting him up for 25th Amendment. Happy birthday. Um, I don't think he really cares. I think he's just doing whatever they tell him to do. If they tell him to jump like a dog or bark like a dog, he'll do it. He's a puppet through and through. So if they say, all right, man, time to go home. He'd be like, all right, cool. He don't care. 
because it doesn't even matter who is in office. If it's him or Kamala Harris, it's irrelevant. It's the same person at the end of the day because they're both controlled by the same people. The same, like I said, the same earpiece that Biden has right now, they'll clean it off, disinfect it, and put it right in Kamala Harris's ear. Take that and turn it on 6 a.m., turn it off 9 p.m., and that's it. Uh, Apple says, you deep state stooges, repent and come to Jesus. Also, Apple says, your favorite birthday meal, favorite restaurant meal. Um, a good steak, a nice medium rich steak. I can rock with that. Um, what, what I like really is a spot out here that I go to. They got steak and macaroni and cheese. The way they do it is, is perfect. So yeah, medium rare. Don't, don't give me no shoe leather. I can't, I can't do nothing with that. Um, thank you to Tina who says happy, happy birthday, ABL from your Nebraska mom and devoted follower. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. I really do. Um, Apple says shout out to the border control Cowboys and to all border patrol and ice officers. You're doing God's work. Biden and the commies have ban- abandoned you. Will you pray for you? Right on. Thank you to Inferno PS who says, Hey, ABL just got home. Don't know what you're talking about so far, but Project Veritas released part two. Maybe you want to check it out together with everyone here. Yeah, I wish I'll check it out for sure. I've not seen that yet, but thank you to Project Veritas for exposing some lies about the shot from the inside, from a federal employee with the HHS. So the mainstream media, they say, oh, you crazy Trump supporters, you crazy 10 hat wearers. You're anti-vax, you're anti-this. It's like, nah, we're trying to find the truth. We're trying to find reality. And here you have a federal employee going undercover, letting everybody know what's going on with this stuff, letting everybody know how there's some side effects that aren't really being covered the way they should be, that are kind of being covered up, allegedly. And that's not good. I mean, don't cover things up. Tell me what's going on. I'm not going to panic. And if I do panic, oh, well. But... Let me know what's happening. Don't deceive me. Tell me the full story. Thank you to Sean Myers who said, happy birthday, ABL. I appreciate you for that. Liam Mazzini says the same thing. Thank y'all. Joseph says, happy birthday, ABL. Hope you have a blessed one. Keep up the good work. We definitely appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you to Tyrannius who says, heard Biden went to Epstein Island. Probably did. I wouldn't doubt it. Thank you to Atomic Tabasco and Pete Sangria, who both happy, happy birthday. Thank you for that. Terania says, Jory is a baiter. What about all the unnamed white men killed by police? She don't care about that. She don't care about white men or black men. She care about whatever is important at that moment. So if it's a white male, if it's a black male, she don't really care about them specifically. It's all about the narrative they're trying to push. Um, Mark Trevino says, happy birthday, ABL. Beto O'Rourke running for governor of Texas. Your thoughts? Uh, that He's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. I mean, he'll raise a lot of money. It might, might be, might be kind of competitive, but ultimately he'll fail. Thank you to Low A Art Prince who says she has a show on TV. Speaking about Joy Reid, she can highlight any missing person she wants. Isn't she part of the media, part of the problem in that case? Exactly. 1,000%. My point. Thank you to Serenius who says, why doesn't Joy Reid cover black children getting killed in Chicago? Oh, yeah. Newsmax does. Why doesn't Joy? Don't really care about it. It just goes against the narrative. That's how that goes. 
All right. Thank you for tea. Tea on deck. Thank you to Laura Catherine for the emoji donation. Thank you to Abundance America Health and more. I can't see the rest who says she wanted Pookie to come talk to her, but couldn't because he wasn't vexed. So she turned up. That's what the street's saying now. That's crazy. Um, shout out to Greg Brown who says, great show going ABL. Thank you and all your, our active subscribers. This channel is where I got informed, intelligent information and conversation. Thank you. I appreciate you, man. I really do. And we got a few more here. I'm going to read. Then I'm going to get to the calls. Thank you to Richard Baranowski who says, what kind of sanctuary are Democrats trying to create for the good immigrants? And they won't send you back to the criminals. And they won't send the criminals back either. Not really a sanctuary if the people you're trying to get away from are following you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's not a very good sanctuary if you get like MA and MS-13 coming across the border to terrorize actual legal uh, immigrants from Central America. Thank you to Colt Haterate who says, everyone knows if Joy Reject went missing, there wouldn't be any, quote, syndrome happening over her silly high parts. So she has to take it out on Gabby. <laughs> Think it's a true speaker who says Gabby got zero money, but tons of media and resources when 40% of missing are black while making up 2% of the population. Name one black woman child. They got the same media attention, please. Hey man, who gonna blame for that? You got black media out there. that don't say a word. Again, you got Joy Reid, Don Lemon, all these people that don't say anything about black folks missing. They don't care about black folks being missing. They don't care at all. When, when, we, when we try to say anything about black on black violence, oh, we're racist, we're sellouts, all of that in the third. And so we, we try to talk about the problem, you know, uh, black on black violence. Black on black violence is not just people getting shot and killed. It's domestic violence, it's kidnapping, it's things of that nature, okay? It's, it's a serious problem. When we talk about it, we get shot down. That's not really happening, Um uh, White people do it too, all this and that. But at the same time, we say there's more of us missing. There are more of us injured and killed than anyone else. Let's pick one story and stick to it. And then when we pick a story, let's have the black media that exists do something about it. But they don't. Only time they do something is when there's money to be made from advertising companies because you get a bunch of clicks. That's what's going on. That's the reality. Uh, thank you to Angel who says, hey, ABO, every agenda Biden pushes favors China by either making us more dependent on them or weakening our image on the world stage. Biden is truly China's pet as outlined in the book Stealth War, how America's elite slept or slept as China took over. There you go. Thank you to Authentically Kennedy who says, ABO, you're married to a beautiful wife. You're successful and smart. When are you going to start having baby conservatives? Uh, soon enough, we'll get there. <laughs> uh, thank you to Liz C who says, AB, happy birthday from Iowa for me and my son, Joe, big fans. Keep up the good work. Hey, thank y'all. And shout out to Joe. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you watching. All right. So we got to get to the calls here. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. It's right there in the bottom of the screen if you can't hear me say it. But um, you can also be right at the bottom of the screen by using the super chats. All right. True speaker. If you want to call in to say that, if you want to call in, just say that we can get you on a horn. We can talk about it, but if not, just continue to troll in the chat and it's fine. All right. So let's go ahead and get her done. 
Let's see if Skype wants to work. If it doesn't, hey, it's not my fault. Let's get this whole thing rocking and rolling. And are we on? I think we are on. Okay, cool. Let's go ahead and go. 865, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, you're talking to Lori from the Hills again. All righty, what's going on? Well, I just called called tonight to, to to pick a bone with you a little bit. I have to say that you're in rare form tonight. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, you're really on it tonight. It must be your birthday's got you fired up. That That's right. <laughs> yeah, got you fired up. Well, I've been noticing uh, old, old Joe, when he gets out on the stage, you know, he's just barely moving. And then when you look at his face, his eyes are sort of like they're not there. You know, it's like he's looking around. He doesn't really know where he's at half the time. Very scary. Very scary. Yeah, it really is scary. And I think he is having some serious problems physically. And I think at a certain point, it's going to get worse. And it's, it, you, you can't really ignore it at that point. It's bad now, but it's going to get really bad. It's going to get progressively worse. Well, I'm waiting for him to come out with a walker. <laughs> hey, that's next. That's next. I went. I went and doubted, and they'd be like, "Oh, he got injured. He had a little toe injury." It's like, no, that ain't no toe injury. That's just him not being able to walk. Exactly. It's a big toe injury. That's right. right but anyway, I was wanting to say, I, I think the I think the country's starting to rumble a little bit under the surface. I think people are starting to get stirred up, and I think what's going to happen is when they mandate the vaccines for uh, kids under twelve. I think the whole country's going to blow up. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a problem to do mandates for, for kids. That's just not going to work because especially nationally, some parts of the country, they pretty much prime for it. New York City, California, they prime for it. They're already pretty much. Oh, yeah, they want it. Yeah, yeah they, they, they want, want it. it. Yeah, they don't, they don't really like freedom too much. But, like, down here where I'm at, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, no, it's not going to Well, I live up here in Knoxville. Okay, you're so, too uh, far away. We're, yeah. We're, yeah, we're in the free state of Tennessee, but like I said, and I'm 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 ready for the country to blow up. You know, I want people to you know get in there and uh, say their two cents, and you know, really let Biden know that they've had it. That's right. They've had it. But anyway, last week I was talking about uh, live free or die. Well, I caught the COVID. I was living free, and I caught it, but I didn't die. I'm still here. Well, so, I'm I'm glad to hear it. So, how was it? Like, was it a bad experience? Like, how, how was your time dealing with it? Well, it was uh, it, it it was bad. I mean, it it didn't kill me, didn't kill me, but it it did put did put me to bed for about a week. Okay. So I was I was punified, and uh, today was the first day that I've been out of bed and able to to really get around. But um, I ain't gonna wear that mask. There you go. <laughs> and I ain't gonna get that shot, and now I've got the antibodies. So, but you know, the antibodies don't count. Exactly. Even though they do count, if science matters, but. Science don't always matter, does it? No, no, it doesn't. Not, not, not for what's going on right now. But then, another point I wanted to make is uh, I've got a grand, two grandsons. One is sixteen, and the other one is uh, nine. And I've been trying to instill into them: do not believe everything the government tells you, and do not do everything the government tells you. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you got to question it. I said, just don't do what they say. So anyway, happy birthday again. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. What's, what's your favorite ice cream? Uh, I don't like ice cream. Don't like ice cream? No. <laughs> I like, but right. g- give me a good carrot cake. I'm good with that. 
Cherry cake, all right. Have a good evening, ABL. All right, thank you. Thanks for my call. All righty, good call. Yeah, and I, I can't really, the texture of the ice cream, I can't really do it. But, yeah, give me a good carrot cake, something like that. We, we're good money. No low king, what's going on? Hey, man, happy birthday. Thank you, man, appreciate it. Hey, April, I know, I know it's your birthday, but I need you to do me a favor because I, I need to know, am I crazy or something? Okay, so give, so give me the scenario. What's going on? Okay, so as you know, I live in Ontario, Canada, and today they had the uh, vaccine mandate. So if you want to go to restaurants, if you want to go into non-essential things, like uh, according to them, the gym is non-essential, right? You need to have both vaccines, right? Both doses? Yeah. So I'm, I'm wondering, okay, so... You can go to McDonald's, you can go to Burger King, you can clog your arteries. You don't need to, you know, you don't need verification for that, right? <laughs> as long as you take it out with you. I, I need to go to the gym to, you know, to, to keep myself healthy, to exercise. And I can't, right? Because I have to have both shots. And after I have both shots, I got to wait two weeks. So I'm not, I'm not even understanding the sense in this, man. Like, um, the messaging here is crazy. People think that you get this vaccine as some sort of magic cure. You can be obese. You can have all these comorbidities. You just get this injection. Everything is going to be fine. And now they're punishing people who want to actually make a better, you know, make a difference in their life, get some exercise, get in better shape. It just doesn't make any sense to me, man, the way that they're structuring all of this, you know? And then they have a thing now. You go to the mall. You can you can walk around with your mask on in the mall. They don't ask if you're vaccinated. The mall will be packed full of people. If you get a meal, they have security. If you if you decide to sit down, security is going to go to your table. You got to prove that you have the vaccine, right? But if you take that meal outside to go sit by the fountain, they're not going to bother you. It's it's actually safer <laughs> if you eat in the if you eat in the food court because everything will be socially distanced, right? But now what we have now is a group of people, and if anyone anyone can verify this, if they live in, in Ontario and they go to Vaughn Mills, you'll see a group of people sitting around at the fountain because they don't have both doses, and they're sitting side by side eating takeout. So I'm just not getting the sense. I'm thinking maybe something's wrong with me because none of this makes any sense. And I try and tell people they think I'm a nut job. They're saying, oh, you're saying, oh, we shouldn't just take the vaccine. We need to be healthy. Like, what's wrong with you? You're you're being mean to people who are unhealthy. You're calling them unhealthy. Like, I'm the bad guy. Like, to me, it's just crazy. And the worst part is we had a, we have a so-called conservative premier who said he wasn't going to do this vaccine passport crap. But guess what happens? Trudeau offered all the premiers more funding oh. if they went along with this. And wow. Trudeau just got, he just got reelected. Like, this is not a scandal. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just, I just have to walk around with my head down, man. Because there's no alternative. I can't go to Alberta. He's buckling under the pressure. All the doctors are putting pressure on him. That's the only conservative, um, uh, not state, but province that we have in Canada. So it, it's just nuts, man, trying to talk to people. And during the elections, they complain saying, oh, it doesn't matter who we elect. They're all corrupt. And then they hate people like Trump who are populists and are not part of the system. They say, oh, but those guys, they're not, they, they don't have the experience. You know what I mean? Like, this place is crazy, ABL. Like, you should be grateful where you are. Like, I, I look at you and I'm really envious 
of a lot of you Americans. You guys have choice, man. You you don't have these things on, imposed on you. And people here are so scared. They don't even think about these things. So I just wanted to know, is something wrong with me? Am I crazy? Am I losing my mind, man? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> nah, you're you're actually the sane one. Those that are around you that are saying that you're crazy, nah, they're crazy. They, they, they just don't know it. They don't, they don't understand how crazy they are. Yeah, man, but it's 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 been a pleasure uh, talking to you. I just wanted to vent because if I if I say any of these things, I'm telling you, I'll be labeled an anti-vaxxer. Uh, I'm against science and all kinds of crap. But uh, thanks, man. Just just be grateful. Every time you wake up, man, you you get that sweet smell of of freedom and and being able to think freely, right? So uh, shout out to all you Americans. I wish you guys the best, man. Uh, and happy birthday again, man. Peace. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. All right, great call. Shout out to my man, No Little King, for the call. And if you guys are trying to call in, let me know your zip code because, I mean, your area code, pardon me, because if you don't, I don't know who you are. You know, ain't no caller ID on here for real. All right, and the phone lines are blowing up, so if you can't get on, keep trying. So let's get to the next call here. Let's go. 510, you're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Uh, good evening, ABL. This is the first-time caller, long-time listener. I'm um, Bill from East Oakland, California. I just had a couple comments to say to you real quick, and I'll let you be on your way. Um, I'm I'm not for what's happening in California, and I just don't turn over and, and play by the rules like everybody else does. And there's a lot of people out here that don't either, just so you know. Um, we don't agree what's going on, and there's a lot of black people, a lot of Mexican people, a lot of everything, but nobody's even listening to us. Our government's not even listening. So, And as far as the police go and out here, what's really happening is, is my call still pending from last Sunday on people living in front of my house for the past four months. And I had to go out there and get in a confrontation with them. And they called the police on me and I got put, put in the back of the fucking cop car. Sorry for the cussing. Whoa, whoa, wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. So, so, so you said that people were outside your house living there. Like they set up camp living outside your house. So right outside my gate. So you calling the police, they're doing nothing. They're just letting it go on. You go out there and try to fix it yourself. They call the police on you, and then they finally come yes. to arrest you. Yes. They put me in the back of the car. I call, I had to call in because uh, I locked my gate. I didn't let the cops in. I said, wait a minute. Before you put me in cuffs, I'm going to call my work. I'm going to call my father. I'm going to get money out. I'm going to get prepared to go sit down in Santa Rita for a couple months. If this is what has to happen in order for these people to get out in front of my house, I am willing to go to jail. Okay, and I told the cops that, and the cops are the Oakland police officers are apologizing to me. Okay, and I said, you know what, sir, you shouldn't be apologizing to me because that makes you look like less than a man. It's not even your fault. It's our it's our people in power here. The mayor, this the city of Oakland is just it's just crazy. But nobody even listens. I'm surrounded by homeless people. Like it, it's a third world country over here. There's needles, drugs. It's it's reality. I work construction. You can't even pick up garbage. I work in San Francisco. I commute every day. There's needles everywhere off the freeways. There's seeing feces everywhere. They clean their syringes inside of our porta potties. After they're done using them, they just stick it into the toilet paper and wipe the blood off. Okay? Into our toilet paper rolls. Okay? So, I mean, it's crazier than you can even imagine. They, they don't report things like this. You know what I mean? But... I just wanted to let you know how, how bad it really is out here and, and don't blame every, you know, everybody in California. There's a lot of people out here that just can't have a voice because our cars will be caught on fire or all will be looked. 
out here. I can't even mention Trump. I couldn't even imagine trying to put a Trump bumper sticker on where I live or else I probably wouldn't be breathing. Wow. That's crazy, man. I, I mean, I feel for it you is. out there. But I, I'm going to let you go. You, I listen to you all the time. You have a great show for all the callers out here. There is people from California that listen, and we don't all agree. Okay? You have a great night, man. Thanks for the call. Thank you for the Thank call. You. Thank you. Bye. Yikes, that's pretty bad out there in Oakland, California, where they going into porter parties with the with the needles, wiping the blood off, wiping wiping the needles inside the toilet rolls. How are you gonna live like that? How can you really just exist that way? How is that even really possible? It's crazy. But hey, man, California, this is why I say at a certain point, it's time to flee. Three three oh, you know line who must speak it to. Hello, uh, my name is Aline. All righty, what's going on? Hi, so I just wanted to touch on the Gabby Petito situation, um, how she got so much attention. Um, we know that 40% of the people missing are Black, most of which are Black women and children who don't get even half of the media attention or resources as missing white women and girls. White women actually get more media attention and resources when they go missing than actual missing black children, which I think is a huge, huge problem. Um, I noticed that you said that it does have a lot to do with black on black crime, which is true, but when the white women and girls are going missing, they're also going missing because of a white person. And that's never a discussion. So are you saying that because it's black people that are kidnapping our women and girls usually black men that they that only black people should be um the ones putting them in the media now what i'm saying is that the black on black crime when anybody mentions it that's not black then they get accused of racism so how can you talk about these things while at the same time not being hit with the racism card if you are not a black person now and a solution to that would be well at least for now would be to have black media talk about it, but they don't. They have TV shows. They got plenty of TV shows. Just two, for example, uh, Joy Reid. You have Don Lemon. You have Tiffany Cross on MSNBC. You have a lot of people that could do it, but they choose not to. You have big social media influencers that could do it. Uh, all these Instagram models, all these um, Instagram influencers, Twitter influencers, YouTubers that could do it, but they don't. So, who is ultimately responsible for doing it? To that, I just have to say that the media sources with the biggest platforms that reach the largest audiences are ran by white people. Now, and again, now, if, and, if, 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 hold on. Now, if the white people say something about it, and we're talking about a black man kidnapping and killing a black woman and she's missing, oh, that's black on black crime. You're racist for reporting on that. So how are you going to be able to do that if you're a black if you're a white person reporting on black crime? So you you're telling me that you think if a black little girl was missing and Fox News reported on this, people would come at them saying that they're being racist for reporting it. Oh yeah, it, it, by- it already <laughs> happened because there was a case of uh, Tyshawn Lee. You remember him? No. Tyshawn Lee was nine-year-old little boy got shot and killed in Chicago. And then Fox News talked about that. Fox News spoke about it, and they were considered racist because it was other black men that did it because his father was a gangbanger. 
So what do you do with that? That situation in particular um, is dealing with gang violence. Can you name a scenario where it was just a black child just being kidnapped by? I mean, why, why does it why does it matter who why, why does it matter who kidnapped him? Is it get kidnapped? So it's like it, you can't talk about gang uh, a gang kidnapping a little boy. Why not? I think that's too. I think that gang killings when children are killed with gang violence they should get the same amount of, of, of attention when it has nothing to do with gang violence definitely but that particular situation is dealing with gang violence Can you but, name but, one why, that but why why can't they talk about that because the, the, the situation is you're talking about a kid that's missing kid gets kidnapped so why can't they talk about that because of circumstances what is it's got to be different circumstances and then they can talk about it but because it's game related they can't I talk about it Let's give a scenario that. Wait, 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 wait. Caller, caller, listen, listen. Caller, 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 listen to me. The question is, why can't they talk about it? I think they should talk about it. So why can't they? So, so why can't they? I didn't say they can't. I never knew that people Uh, said uh, they couldn't. So why, so why are we talking about, why are you trying to tell me to talk about something else then? I'm not trying to tell you to talk about something else. I'm okay, saying, can so, we do a scenario? Wait, you, wait, you're saying that, you're saying you're not, but at the same time, you're telling me to talk about something. You're, you're telling me to give another scenario. Why? Because that particular situation has to deal with literally gang why, violence. Why does it matter? Not just an, why does it matter? It shouldn't, but we know that it does. But you said it. Um, I mean, I, I don't think it matters. You, you think it matters. Well, you said that it matters. We know that gang. No, 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 no. I don't think it matters. I said, I said, I don't think it matters. You're saying it does. I don't think it should matter. I don't think it should matter. I don't think it should matter. So if it, if it, so if it, if if it, if it doesn't matter, then we're on the same page. So the answer to this whole thing is when we're talking about black on black crime, anybody talks about that gets seen as a racist. They'll talk about something where it's a black person that's a, a victim if it's a white person that does it. Uh, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, everybody else. They talk about it in that situation, but not when it's black on black. It doesn't matter if it's a little kid that goes missing or a grown adult woman. It don't matter. Matter of fact, there was a story I covered about the woman in Virginia um, that it was a law named after her. It's called the Ashanti Law. Basically, it's an adult... Um, what they call it, um, Amber Alert system, because she was kidnapped and murdered and missed for a long time by a black man. Now, I covered that story, but the mainstream media can't do that because he's a black man, black on black crime. No gang violence, none of that. You're talking about a man that was a veteran and he happened to be on base at the military base and she worked there at the base. And he kidnapped her and killed her. And this, you said when the the media tried to discuss this, they got backlash. They can't do it. The they, black, can, they can't do it because they can't do it because he's is black on black crime. Okay. I mean, I've never personally seen people attacking the media for talking about a child being killed. Come on, let's let's be for real. You see that all the time. Anytime I talk about black on black crime, it's a problem. I've never personally seen that. Okay. Now let's, let's just say you never seen it. Now my next question would be, why can't black media do this? If they say it's a problem with the white media, they're not doing it. Why can't black media do it? MSNBC is operated by whites, right? But it's a big network. Same thing with CNN. Mm -hmm. It's a big network, but you have black folks on all these stations. You got Lawrence Jones on Fox. 
You got uh, Joy Reid on MSNBC. You got Don Lemon on CNN. You got black folks on every network. TJ Holmes on ABC. Every network. Why can't they say anything about it? And if they can't do it on television, why can't they do it on social media platforms? They got millions of followers. Why can't they do it? Why can't these big entertainers do it? With a Nicki Minaj, 200 million followers. Why can't she do it? Why is it always about the white man and what he got to do and not anybody black doing it for themselves? I completely agree with you. The black community is at, is at fault as well. We put more energy into trying to fight racism, something that you'll, a fight that you'll never win. If a black man is killed, even if he raped a woman, as we've seen with Jacob Black, um, we'll go on the streets and protest for him before we protest for our women and girls. So, yes, our community is just as much to blame. Okay, so but, there you have it. There you have it. So if if it's not being done and we see a problem, it's not about, oh, we got to the white man do it. You do it. They don't they don't come to the white people don't come to anybody else to say, oh, you know, it's a situation that's being covered. Let's let the black community do it. They do it for themselves. And we got to do the same thing. It can't just be this whole thing about gimme, gimme, gimme. How about you do something for yourself and stop trying to beg someone else to do it for you if it's not being done the way you want it to get done? That's my that's my opinion. My I think it makes sense. My problem. I agree 100%. My problem with the um, the big media platforms is that they pretend to care about us when a black man is killed by a police officer. Then they want to plaster it all over the news and pretend to care. Yeah, of course. I agree with you on that because it's all about trying to get that yeah. ad revenue. You know, but if it's if, if only if it's a white person, if it's a black cop, they don't want to touch it because black on black. But as long as they can make money, as long as it's going to be virtuous, then it's all good. They don't really care about anything else. And we don't care either. And that's the problem, ultimately. So how do you think we should get more resources for our women and girls when they go missing? We from got, we, we got the, the police. We, we have the platforms. The we, we got the platforms. We got the the celebrities. All we got to do is do it for ourselves. That's it. And stop trying to look for other people to do it. If it's not happening, the way we want it, do it. It's simple. Like if you see a problem in your community, things ain't going well, you go out there and do something to fix it rather than waiting on somebody to appear that may never appear. But I got to get to a few more. Thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate it. Of course. Thank you for taking it. Bye. All right. So that's a good call. But yeah, I mean, you get all these black folks all on the Internet, all on television. I mean, do something for yourself. That's all. It's simple. You got a few more calls on the line, of course. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Let's go to 786 on the line. Who am I speaking to? Oh, hi. It's Maria from Florida. All righty. What's going on? Hi. Just wanted to wish you a happy birthday, first and foremost. Thank you. I appreciate it. So I just wanted to say I'm sure you speak for a lot of us. Um, number one, I'm very happy for what you do, and I've been a, a fan of your channel for some time. Um, but what, what's really bothering me is really the lack of accountability that we're seeing in our country. Yeah. Now, now, who is that? Who is that from specifically? Is it from the political class? Like, who is that toward? I would say the political class, definitely. Um, you see a lot of what's going on. Um, for example, the stuff at the border, um, a lot of stuff getting covered up. Like, for example, like the the laptop, the Biden laptop with Hunter, 
a lot of different things that just like is not people are just not being held accountable for what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying on that for sure, because the whole Biden laptop thing, when that story first came out, social media platforms, they, they censored it. They tried to ban it. People were getting put in Facebook jail, Twitter jail, all that kind of stuff. Even on Fox, they, um, uh, I think it was Kennedy, the reporter was grilling Rudy Giuliani on that, talking about it's fake. It came from Eastern Europe, all this and that. And now we know that it's been verified. And we knew that from the beginning that it was a real tape. We saw his picture on it. We knew that it was him. And then there's nothing that comes of it. There's no, yeah, so I see what you're saying 100%. I'm not sure what to do to turn that around, but that is a serious problem. Absolutely. And there's many more. Like, for example, everything that's going on with Afghanistan and the border, um, I don't see anybody trying to, I mean, there has been some people like in Congress or maybe like in, in the Senate that have tried to go forward with impeachment. But I think what's happening, especially with Biden, he's he's losing us. He's definitely losing everyone. I didn't vote for him. I voted for Trump, by the way. <laughs> but he's he's losing the country. He's losing everyone. And he's like turned his back on every on everybody. You have people out there that are trying to fight for what's right and fight for us, but it feels like our voices are just not being heard and nothing's being done. Right. I'm with you. I, I do understand for sure. And I think one thing that we all can do, just one thing, I'm not sure how well it can work or not, but get involved locally because local government, they have so much power more than what the average person understands. They have so much power to be able to do things that the federal government does not really have control over. Like where I live, it's night and day different from, let's say, like my prior caller from Oakland. The things that are going on in Oakland would never happen here, ever, ever, ever. We all have the same uh, president, the same guy in the federal office, but different local governments. So that's the main thing that I think we should really do is focus on that and then have that go all the way to the top. So you got a good local governor, uh, a state governor like Ron DeSantis, and he's able to go to the top. We could just build it that way and kind of restructure this whole situation because what we got going on right now is not sustainable. No, absolutely not. Definitely not for us as a country as a whole. And just the fact that the media and the administration is just trying to, to pit everyone against each other and separate us. It, it's just horrible. Absolutely. I agree. Thank you very much for what you do. And like I said, again, happy birthday. And I hope you enjoy the rest of the day. I'll be listening to the rest of the, your, uh, your podcast. Thank you for the call. I definitely appreciate you. Bye. Take care. All right. Good call. Good call. And thank you all again for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you enjoy what you're hearing so far tonight, go ahead and get a video with thumbs up. Shout out to Bentley Baby for the big donation who says, happy birthday, ABL. Don't spend it all in one place. LOL of the show. Thank you for that. I really, really appreciate you. Couldn't do it without you. All right, Tariq, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, man? Just to respond to the previous two callers, the first thing about Trump, man, you know, the one, the major criticism I had with Trump is when Trump was number one on Twitter, meaning the media and everyone was chasing him on Twitter, he should have made a backup social media page and promoted the heck out of it. He'd also make a backup like Rockfin or any just type of alternative social media and promote it because you know these liberals are all about censorship. And the reason why they didn't censor Trump 
in this early years is because they don't want Trump to focus on them <clears throat> and possibly take congressional action. But what they cowardly did, they cowardly waited until he lost, until they knew he was going to lose. And then they all colluded to censor him to the point where it's too late. And then when he even, he couldn't even go to that other um, social media platform. I forget the name of it, but, you know, it got shut down immediately. <laughs> mm-hmm. It got it got shut down immediately after January 6th when Trump was waiting for it. And now Trump doesn't have a voice. I mean, I just, I don't hear from him. And it's kind of frustrating because if you type Donald Trump's name in, all you hear is liberals like Trump said this, Trump said that, which is cowardly. It's like, I want to hear what he says. I don't, I don't want y'all's twisted interpretation of it. But yeah, um, I think that's the major one of the major criticisms I have of Trump is he should have propped up alternative social media networks so that conservatives could have a voice. And the other thing is that lady calling you, it's like the one thing I understand is why do people call conservative networks and start asking, you know, why isn't this reported on black people? I'm just like, you know, conservatives seem to be the only people promoting crime in the black neighborhood. You know, it's like why don't you ever call these liberal platforms? These these are supposed to be your friends. They're supposed to be your allies. They come to you, get out and beg and beg for your vote every four years. And it's like, do they do they do they owe you anything? Like it's like after they beg for your vote, do nothing. Do you ever hold them accountable? It's like they never go to these liberals and say, hey, why don't y'all ever report on crime in in the black neighborhood? Why don't y'all promote? I mean, uh, report black kids being shot or kids being kidnapped or, you know, women and girls being molested or, or just whatever. Why is that important? These questions are always asked to conservatives. Like, I, I just, it just boggles my mind as if it, it, it's almost as if you guys are at the fault of this and y'all need to come to a solution. No, we're talking about it already. We're just being called coons by our community. And, you know, another thing is primarily it's black people's fault. The reason why crime and the reason why all this nonsense goes in our community is because we refuse to say something. And then when we say something, we're called coons working for the white man. So the, it, it, it's almost as if it's like, yo, you know, in this neighborhood, you know, they're over here raping women and, and shooting kids. Shut up, you coon. Bro, if we, if we don't say nothing, it's going to get worse. So if she wants to know why black girls aren't being reported, you're going to have to talk. You're going to have to talk to your fellow black folks, primarily the liberals, who won't say a thing about it. And and, and just as one last thing, and I'm done, man. You know, I remember when a Trump representative went on Al Sharpton's show, you know, and then Al Sharpton asked him, what is Donald Trump going to do to close the black racial wealth gap? And my first question in my head is like, you guys never ask Democrats this, this question. But the second thing is, I'm going to be honest with you, Trump doesn't have to do a darn thing about that because black people collectively said, F you, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't like you. You are white supremacists. So we're going to sit there and complain for four years instead of getting our act together, coming up with some type of agenda that can economically benefit us like every other group. Instead, we're going to, we're going to be the white liberal slave and whoever the white liberal tells us to get mad at, we're going to get mad at. So, no, every single Republican is going to always ignore us because we have no plan for them. We let the Republicans know that we hate them. And all we want to do is complain 
until a Democrat comes in, and then that dang old Democrat just ignores us. And that's all I got to say, bro. All right, man. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. <laughs> a great call. Couldn't say it any better myself. Shout out to Tariq for the call. Great call. Excellent, excellent. All right, let's get to the next one here. Three, two, three. You don't mind who I'm speaking to. Hello, three, two, three. Yeah. Hello. Can yeah, you, you're, you're very low. Are you on speaker or something or some kind of headset? No, I'm not. I turn my hold on. Everything's turned off. Can you hear me better now if I speak up? Yes, yeah, it's better. Yeah. Okay. Um, first time caller, long time listener. Um, there's a couple couple of things I want to talk about right now. First of all, happy birthday to you. Thank you. And uh, I wish you many more years of health and prosperity. Um, we talked about earlier the um, San Francisco mayor's outcome and you know all this kind of um, more stuff that we can't do, but she can do. Correct. Um, and I and I thought about this, and I'm like, okay, why are all the black female mayors like? The usual suspects, um, Lightfoot, her, and the Atlanta lady, Bottoms. Why do we always like have to show out and make like um, like they're incompetent almost? Like, where who are voting for these people, and like why do they have this like platform of like okay of silliness? And it's really to me, as a black woman, it kind of gets me like okay in the state of like we're not even like competent because we have these competent black women in office. Um, you can go on to Congress with all, you know, persons of color. And they're like talking all this nonsense about stuff that we all can see that is like fake, but yet nobody wants to like um, address this issue in the black, I mean, as far as black females, it's one of black whoever, but black females are not like shouting out like, okay, we are not like this. We don't believe in the nonsense. We got all these black women on platforms, even a lady who's on CNN or not CNN, like MSNBC, Joy Bryant, talking all this nonsense. And all black women, by the way, and and it's making the black women to me look like we don't get this. You know what I mean? And we do get it, but it's like, but black women are not saying, okay, let's just slow down with it. Let's you know move on with this nonsense and put our platform on. Like we are conservatives. Um, every black woman I know, my sister just got busted up with this COVID stuff and losing her job, and she voted Democrat, by the way, but I don't talk to her about that. But, you know, um, but we're still going on this slippery slope of, you know, let's listen to the black woman, let's listen to the Democrat, let's just be, like, um, you know, um, you know, keep your finger in our ear and just, you know, turn a blind eye on everything that's going on and not talk about this as black females, that we don't stand behind all this nonsense all these important black women in, in politics and power right now and do nothing. It's like, you know, where is the black female voice in all this hysteria? I mean, this is crazy. That's just my question or comment. I, I never. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate it. Okay. But thank you very much. And God bless you. And uh, be safe. I right, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Yeah, I got, I got a point she was making. You know, there's a lot of these black female mayors. It's like, why, why must there be an exhibition of incompetence? I feel like what happens is 
a lot of these mayors are not elected for their intellectual prowess. It's just about, hey, you know what? I'm black. I'm female. I look halfway decent for corporate America. So vote for me. You know, that's kind of what it is. It's not really about I'm, I'm going to do a good job. Nah, I'm going to just I'm going to just be the face. Keisha Lance Bottoms is a party goer. She's a she's a, a, a you know, a party girl, basically, that became the mayor. Two two nine in the line. Who am I speaking to? Um, this is this is Lauren. All righty, what's going on? Um, I wanted to comment on that Bill Gates video you did earlier. Um, what do you think PBS's motive was for having that journalist ask him that question? I mean, I can't. Re- I don't really know. I think he's been asked a question before, so. Maybe it was just to get that soundbite on their network. I have no idea what the motivation was, but it could be something that's kind of nefarious and maybe not just because it's a question that is out there. There's been articles written, so I can't really call it, but it could have been something a little bit more sinister to it. I was honestly surprised. I see PBS as a liberal network. Um, so I was surprised that he got asked a question like that. You could tell he got surprised being asked a hard hitting question. Yeah, that, that that was that was pretty interesting. His his reaction, kind of scrumming in the seat, not very comfortable. I I really enjoyed the reaction personally. I liked it, but it, it was interesting to say the least, for sure. Well, that's all I had for you, ABL. I hope you have a wonderful birthday. And um, I I never this is my first time calling in. I can't believe I got through. I watch every single video that you put out and keep up the good work. I hope you have a wonderful birthday. Uh, thank you for the call. Appreciate you. All right. Good night. All righty. Shout out to the caller. All righty, Tyler. Can you hear me, boss? Hey, what's happening? Ain't too much, man. Happy birthday to you, bro. Oh, thank you, man. Hey, I don't even know where to start, man. It's just been a week of Biden's blunders. But I was going to say what was worst, in your opinion, on the optics for Biden being seen on that bike while we have the border crisis or, uh, at the UN. Oh, the UN, definitely, because, you know, I, I watched some of the UN thing, and I expected him to do that, to kind of be stammering and stammering through his words, exactly what he did. He was trying to read some of the cue cards, and it's like he was not able to read some of the words. Skipping right past it, it's like, nah, that's not very good. Skipping words, stumbling over words. It was a mess. It was embarrassing. And then when he'd be talking, they would pan to the audience and see some of the reaction from the people that were there. It was bad. I felt pretty embarrassed at that moment. Yeah, when the reporters was trying to get after him, man, that's that's when I just he looked scared. The man looked scared. Somebody that's somebody's grandpa, somebody's daddy, like somebody need to get him. Yeah, man. really. For real. I was gonna uh congratulate Justin Trudeau. I, I saw he was able to pull a uh, blackface off twice in the same week of being elected twice. I mean it's amazing. <laughs> I mean he could do pretty much whatever he wants to do and they're gonna vote for him because it's Canada. It's kinda like being in California. It's a liberal place, not a very big population. So I, I kinda expected that to happen. They don't really care about that. It's like, yo, he's liberal. I like him. He got funny socks. Let's vote for him. He I mean, what's next? Be there with Takashi six nine, Chet Hayes get the N word pass. I mean, yep, that's next. I went, I went, I went and doubt it. Yeah, Larry Elder's a, a, I mean, he's Clayton Bigsby. Right to I them, mean, exactly. Man, a black white supremacist. That's not blind. Okay, you know what I mean. We're right. really here. We we are here. I mean, they they published their article 
in LA Times, the black face of white supremacy. It was a real article. And it's right. it's like, come on, are we living in South Park boondocks? What's happening? I'm a redneck with mixed kids trying to explain this to I mean it's I don't even know what to tell them anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I mean, they're trained to hate me. They're 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 trained as, you know, just to hate who they are by nature. Half of them anyways, you know. Exactly. How do, how do you move on like a human being like that? It's it's um it's unreal. People they get brain, they get brainwashed like that. It's easy for them to see somebody as inhuman and look at them as just an object of hate. Yeah, right here in good old Southern Ohio, we got pronouns uh, on, on the walls of of you know sixty year old blue haired uh, teachers. No disrespect, but you know, like w- what's the sense of that? Obviously, you're a woman. If I can say that without offending. Right. I mean, at, at a certain point, we, we know we know what biology is. We know a man and a woman and how they're different and what the parts are. So we should be able to say that without it being some kind of problem. I mean, we, we're on the right side. We, we're talking about things that make sense. But some people don't think about things that make sense. They think about things that make them feel better, make them feel good. Not about reality at all. That's it. I mean, Look at Beetlejuice suing gang member. I mean, she's shaking gang members down. I mean, what's like I said? Where's it in? Right. Tranny Olympics next. <laughs> That's next. Let's do it. Have Bruce be. You know, he could carry the tour. <laughs> but yeah, happy birthday, man! Just everybody keep you know keep the therapy up here with ABL, Brandon, of course, Jericho, and the whole family. So I think keep you, it up. Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate you. All right, well, stay up. All right, shout out to Tyler for the call. Good win. Appreciate it for that. And thank y'all for being here yet again. I couldn't do it without y'all. If you enjoy what you're hearing so far, get a video a thumbs up. If you're listening on your favorite audio streaming platform, whether it be Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, etc., give me a five-star rating or review, whatever you can, and I'd most certainly appreciate it if you did. Let's continue here and get to a few more. 860, you know, line, who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL, this is uh, FNA Ranger Xbox. How you doing, buddy? I'm well, man. How about yourself? Oh, happy birthday. Uh, I'm doing good. My birthday's Friday. Well, happy birthday, man. Early birthday. Good good time to be born. Yeah, September babies, Libras. That's right. My, so, my, my, uh, my mom's birthday is Saturday, so you're born in a great time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Libra. But, uh trying to turn my tablet off there so you don't get any feedback. I know a lot of people don't understand that they can watch the show tomorrow and listen to the whole conversation that they have with you (laughs) (laughs) without the distraction of trying to talk to you. That's right. But, uh, I saw a video on, uh, on YouTube today that was done in August that, you know, never came up before about a Navy surgeon sounding the alarm. And she's talking about all the injuries to military personnel since they've been getting the vaccinations. Mm. And she's got the numbers and everything. And then there's a uh, white coat summit. Google that. That doctor has lots of awards and uh, degrees and uh, trained at the Mayo Clinic. And he does autopsies on people that have died after getting the vaccine. And he talks about the spike proteins. Myself, I'm no doctor. I listen to intelligent people like Thomas Sowell, ABL, Jericho Green is my spirit animal. Uh, <laughs> and I still want him to make the shirt. Jericho Green is my spirit animal. But uh, 
Oh my God. Uh, the stuff on the border with the, the border patrol. Oh my God. How hilarious is that? I grew up riding horses and I'm like, you guys are idiots. They're not using whistles or the reins. In one picture, he actually, the rain is just flying free because the, the officer's hand is reaching and grabbing the shirt of the patient. He's trying to put him under arrest. But it's insane. Uh, uh, oh, oh. B. Tatum did an excellent uh, show tonight on that very topic. I just wanted to shout out to him. And uh, shout out to you, bro, for you're, you're on fire. You're doing an awesome job. You're one of the most intelligent bloggers on the Internet of today. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate that. That's all I got for you, ABL. The only white person I actually listen to anymore is uh, Jordan Peterson. Oh, yeah. That's, 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 a, that's a great one. That's a, that's a great one to listen to. Oh, yeah. And uh, whenever I see a young black lady and we converse, I always say, hey, have you ever heard of Carol Swain? And, and then I'm like, what? You need to watch <laughs> this video here and you need to start listening to her. That's right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, and I want to say that it breaks my heart to see children of any color hurt in any way, shape, or form. That little boy that w was taken out in the alley, they tortured him before they killed him. Yeah. Jocelyn Smith was targeted by a rival gang. They shot into the back of that car eight times. They only shot at the father twice. The back of the car had all the bullets. The, 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 the young man they called the calculator in New York City, he was shot sitting in his living room because a man got mad over a parking space. Crazy. It, it's crazy. And then the Democrats go, well, it's white supremacy and climate change that are the two biggest dangers to the black community. No, it's Democrats. It's like... Why elect a lesbian to be the mayor of a, a city that's got a young man killing young man problem? She don't care. She's a lesbian. She has no use for men. That's the whole premise of being a lesbian is you hate men. Right. That's, you know, that's all I got, ABL. You take care, brother, and happy birthday to you. God bless. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Yep. You take care. Bye. All right. Great call. And the phone lines are blowing up, so I'm going to try to get everybody on as soon as I can. So y'all just hang tight. All right, let's go to two five two. You know line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, how you doing, Abel? Oh, well, how about yourself? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. Shit, for oh my bad. Uh, long time listener, first time caller, but uh, glad I finally got to you. Been going for a while, man. Happy birthday to you, brother. And I just wanted to, I don't know, I ain't a whole lot to talk about, but other just tell you, happy birthday. We represent you here in North Carolina. I've been getting a lot of my friends more and more, turning them on to you. It's like you got to listen to this cat. He is awesome. And, uh, I mean, I don't know, man. You do good, man. I've been, I've been loving since I got turned on to you. Uh... I mean, I watch you, you know, Tatum and uh, Jericho Green or whatever, but uh, I always love your content. I catch you every every Saturday, every Wednesday. I try to catch you. If I don't catch it live, I catch it on the replay. But 
I just want to say shout out to you, brother. We love you in North Carolina. Don't get that twisted, but <laughs> I love you, brother. But uh, and happy birthday to you, man, and to all the people that listen and calls in. I like to listen to those and hear those comments, and that's what I try to tell a lot of people in my calls. Like, man, you got to listen to this. You got to just to get the perspective of what you hear people calling from here, sometimes overseas or here. It's like, man, you got to listen to this guy and just see what's what the what what the normies are out there what normal people are are saying man i i really do love your content man you you do an awesome job man i just i don't know how many how much more to give you respect but other than you just your kudos in my book buddy thank you for that man definitely appreciate you i do it man and like i say i ain't really got to add to what's going on tonight i'm gonna continue listening after that but like I said before, shout out to all the people that in the chats, the people that call in, the regulars that I hear from, like Sonya and other ones that call in. I always love to hear them. Ivan, we don't we try not to deal with him much, but uh, but yeah, I, I I love to hear the perspective from everybody around the way, and it's uh, it's 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 uh. I don't know, inspiring, I don't think it's the right word. It's uplifting, I guess. It gets, I guess maybe just a little bit of hope, man. It, it sounds good, and, and I love hearing it from, right. from people like us that really know what's going on, man. It's, it, it's, it's awesome, man. I love it. Well, I thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. I love you, too. And once again, ABL, happy birthday to you. All right. And peace. Peace. <laughs> All right, shout out to the caller. Let's get to a few more. Uh, 434-658-1220 is the number to call. If you're trying to get on, please try and try again. I'll try to get you on as soon as possible. If I can't get you on ASAP, don't blame me. Blame the white man because it's not my fault. All right, let's get to a few more. And let's go. 586 on the line, who am I speaking to? Up. Oh, I was a little bit too slow to the trigger on that one. Let's get to some more. Wow, the, the calls are coming in crazy. 720, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, how you doing? This is Marcel from Denver. Oh, the phone call, it hung up. I don't know what happened. Hopefully, it's not Skype acting up again. Let's go to the next one here. 775, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Bill. How's it going? Everything's all right about yourself. Pretty good. I just have a couple questions. All right. Uh, I read Candace Owens' book, and I pre-ordered Tatum's book. Are you ever going to come out with your own book? I will. I will come out with a book, and my book's going to be crazy because my life story is something you would never really hear. So I think I'm going to do something like that, maybe like a little bit of my life story. I, I think it would be how I came to where I'm at right now to be conservative and the things that I've experienced, what got me to right here. So I think I will do that. Now, as far as the timetable or release date, I don't have that yet, but – I do want to do that for sure. All right. I would definitely read it. And last question. So would you guys ever consider getting Kwame Brown on the Thursday night live stream? Yes. I, I would I would love to have Kwame Brown on a live stream. See if you can make it happen. But that, that'd be a good, he, he'd be a very good guest to have on for sure. Oh, yeah. Because I've seen him comment on a couple of Tatum's videos. And I'm pretty sure Tatum can tell him to not curse in advance if you ever get him on the stream. So... 
I'm sure you guys can make it happen. Oh yeah, definitely. He, you know, he he'd be able to curtail it because I saw him do that somewhere else. So yeah, he, he definitely would be a great addition to the show for sure. Yeah, yeah. The, the Thursday night streams are great. Every time I watch it with four people on, it's like watching the Beatles. You know, the conservative Beatles. But That's right. anyway, great show. Hope you had a good birthday and good night. All right, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. All right, have a good one. Bye. All righty, let's get to some more here. All right, let's go to 754 in the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, AVL. Can you hear me okay? I hear you well. Okay, this is Kenton. I'm calling from Florida. All righty, what's going on? Yeah, man, I want to talk to you for a while. I've been trying to call. So um, I'm an immigrant. I am from the islands, and I've been seeing what's going on. And honestly, if everybody could come to America from the islands, I'm pretty sure a lot of them would come. Maybe all of them would come. So it's quite strange how I see on the news how they're interpreting everything, this racist country and all that. But what they forget is that most of the people that's running away to come here, they're coming here because they see America as better, more opportunities, way, way more, more just, just more for you to enjoy life in America than what we have in the island. And island folks that come here and vote Democrat, you guys are hypocrites, big time. You know those people that you leave behind in your country. You know what they bring to the table. A lot of them, straight up, they want to just hustle the system, get stuff for free. So the ones that's willing to wait in line, work hard, go through the paperwork, do it the right way and come in, those are the people you want in America. The ones that are jumping over the fences, breaking the line, those are the people, most of them, not all, but most of them, those are the people who will come because you're offering something free. So Joe Biden, I think Joe Biden is terrible, terrible, terrible for America. He's encouraging people to come for free stuff. And everyone that loves the handouts, they're going to come. They're coming for the handouts. They're coming for the free stuff. And they will turn America into the same place they're running from because they carry the same mindset. If you don't like this country and you come here and make money and you still don't like the country, you are a hypocrite. So that's what I want to say to you tonight, ABL. And happy birthday. Big up to all your fans. A lot of people in Florida love you. I have a group of friends that talk about you all the time. Keep doing what you're doing, brother. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Great call. Great call. And what he said was right. It's like, look, if everyone wants to come to the U.S., then how are we going to say at the same time that it's a racist country? I'm talking about everyone from all over the world. Maybe not everyone, but the majority of people want to come here. If right now Biden said, hey, wherever you live at in the world, we'll give you a fleet, a free plane ride to America. 
You could be in Africa, Asia, Europe, it don't matter. South America will give you a free plane ride to America and will let you stay. They'd be overwhelmed. They couldn't even handle all the, the, the people trying to get on those planes to get here. We saw what happened in Afghanistan. Just to flee from Afghanistan and maybe, just maybe get to America, they might not go that far. They might go to uh, Tajikistan somewhere, but just maybe they could go to America. They were hanging on to the landing gear and fell to their death, died, died trying to get here. Going in the desert through Mexico to Texas, people dying that way. It's 100 degrees in the shade. You don't have no water. I was seeing reporters on television dehydrated, mouth sticking, they all that because they dehydrated. Reporters who have all the resources, Border Patrol right there, imagine taking that trek with not much on your back. Just to get to America, risking your whole life to get to America. Cubans trying to swim 90 miles, sharks, whatever, water current, rainstorm, hurricane, whatever. They're trying to get here. So it must not be that bad, huh? It must not be. So those two things can't exist simultaneously. We can't at the same time, we can't be a racist country and at the same time be a place where everybody wants to come to. And they risk their life to get here. But I get to some more calls. Eight five nine on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, AB, how's it going? Everything's right. Adam about from uh, Lexington, Kentucky. All righty, what's going on? Okay, so I had a few things to address with you. So um, first and foremost, happy birthday, brother. Thank happy you. Happy early birthday, I should say. Um, and my second thing was, um, so they say symbolism will be their downfall. Uh, it's, it's so I've heard many times before. And so just looking around and, and kind of watching things on the internet, um, you know, just seeing things. So I, I see a lot of symbolism and everything that that's going on, uh, whether it be the Democrats or, or the elites or whoever is running this show, there's a lot of symbolism in everything they're doing. Um, I can't explain it too well because it's really beyond my, my ability to, my ability to explain but um, I will say something I've, I've seen very weird that I've kind of put uh, two and two together. Um, so if you remember the Derek Chauvin and uh, George Floyd thing. Yeah. Okay. So if you look up the definition of Chauvin or chauvinist, it is to be aggressively patriotic. And I just thought that that was weird that his last name was Chauvin. And so that kind of aligned. And then also, if you look up the definition of Fauci, it's an Italian surname that means sickle, which is also aligned with death. Um, and not to be a conspiracy theorist, I just thought that those were a little weird. Um, and there's a lot of more things that you can look into and, and kind of follow up on it. And it, it just lines up a little odd to me. Um, <clears throat> so I didn't know if you'd, if you'd looked into any of that, or if you knew anything about that. Um, I know it's a little conspiracy uh, territorial, but... Um, I didn't know if that's something that you had, had, had kind of heard of or. I've not heard about it. That's not really my area of expertise, but I mean, to say the least it's something that is interesting to think about for sure. I never really thought about it like that. So it was interesting to think about. Yeah. And, and my thing was at first when I heard it, I was like, ah, it's kind of, it's kind of silly to even consider, but then you get to thinking about it. And like I said, symbolism will be their downfall. I feel like that it kind of gets them off 
that they're able to put it right in front of our face, but still get away with it. Mm. Um, a weird thing that um, I also seen this weekend was I was in uh, Costco. I don't know if you shopped there or not. Yeah. I was in Costco and um, I've seen a lot of people wearing masks. Um, <clears throat> and then I've seen a few people with burkas and it, Whoa, Well, you know, the uh, head wrap. Yeah. The, so uh, what was, was, what, was it the full like beekeeper outfit, but with the little mailbox slip or just like the little headscarf? The, the, just the mailbox slip. Just enough. Wow. To wow. Yeah. And, and so uh, I live in Lexington. I live in the Hamburg area, which is pretty diverse. More of the upscale area of Lexington. So you see a little bit of everything. Um, <clears throat> and I just thought it was so. I put two and two together and I was like, that just, it, it, seeing that person in a burka was like, that's almost all you see with someone when they're wearing a mask. Um, and the expression that you get some from someone is what makes them who they are. Um, and so the purpose of a burka, if you look way back, I'm talking thousands of years, they've been doing this. Um, it's submission, um, to the religion, submission to the male. Um, it's just a, it's a form of submission. And so I kind of put two and two together there and I was like, well, that, you know, I've always kind of thought that anyways, but to see someone wearing the mask and the burqa right next to each other, I was like, both of these people are submitting. And it's just, it's, it's a funny thing to put together, you know? Um, and a lot of people don't see it that way. They see it as though they're protecting everyone else or protecting themselves. But um, that was just something I've, I kind of seen and I thought was a little odd. That is, um, that, that, <laughs> it makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. So the thing that I'm trying to basically getting into is that symbolism will be the downfall. So I feel like the people that are um, the manufacturers of this whole crisis, you know, they're probably sick. They're sick people anyways. You know, you've got all these people there. I won't mention names or get into any conspiracies, um, but they're sick people. Um, they probably like the ideal of seeing people submit with the masks and the whole nine yards. Um <clears throat> And it's it just, it was a weird thought that I had, and I thought I would share it with you. Well, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate it. And, and and one more thing, one more thing. I know you drive a Tundra. You see the new 2022 Tundra? Um, I've not, I saw some of the sneak preview, but I've not seen the official release yet. Oh, I, you got to look it up. You got you to gotta scoop one. Okay, I will to check it out for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Have a good night. All right, thank you, man. See appreciate you. it. See you. All righty, let's get to some more here. And let's go. 856 on the line, who am I speaking to? Yeah, hi, this is Joe in New Jersey. All righty, man, what's going on? Hey, ABL, happy birthday. Thank you, thank you, appreciate you. I wanted to get your thoughts on um, the uh, Gabby Petito story that's going on. Yeah. Yeah, don't you find it a little coincidental how every news channel jumped on this story just suddenly yeah i feel like it's a i feel like it's a um it's a distraction because you got so much going on with the border out of control you have uh, the stock market flying out of control inflation going crazy so it just makes sense to go ahead and put this story out there to have that be the main thing so people have their uh minds on that rather than the things that are happening in everyday life. That's right. Yeah. I think it's just one big distraction. For sure. A lot of people don't see that though. They just go along with it. They take the bait. 
Yeah, and you know, people that the mainstream media they they bank on that. They they want that to be the case. They don't want people to actually be concerned about what's happening in the country, concerned about the border, concerned about national security. They don't want that. They want you to be focused on this murder mystery and pacify you that way and get you right back in Netflix and tell you just to be quiet and don't say nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Well, thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you. All right. Thank you. Take care. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is to me. I mean, I think it's really unfortunate that she died. May she rest in peace. But we know what that is. It's a distraction. I mean, and they do that occasionally when they need to. All right. So let's go. 912, you're in line. Who am I speaking to? Oh, my gosh. 60 tries later. Hi, <laughs> ABL, and happy birthday. Thank this you. This is Johanna from South Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. <laughs> So what's going okay, on? I'll get right in. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, you could go ahead. Go for it. Okay. I'll get right into it because I don't want to take calls up from your other callers, but I'm not sure. And I'm pretty sure anybody that hasn't got the vaccine, I'm a proud American who has not. Um, they're pretty much faith driven and they pretty much also, I believe have come, have common sense. But um, I'm not sure if anybody in here is familiar with um, Revelations 13, the vaccine passport. I believe that symbolizes the mark of the beast. Right now, you look around everywhere and you can't pretty much do anything without it unless you have it. And I know there's been a lot of presidents before in the past accused of being Antichrist. Well, the one we have right now, Joe Biden, America. You're looking at him. And another way of putting it, I guess, if I could say it for people in the back that did not hear me, Jim Jones, <laughs> Joe Biden pretty much represents him. There are a lot of people that are standing around drinking his cyanide Kool-Aid, but I'm not going to be one of them. I, I'm, I'm right here with you. I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. And you know what? I've said to people on, on Twitter, on everywhere, hey, do not drink the Kool-Aid. They already got all the talking points down. Trust the science. It works. It saves lives. All right. You got all the talking points. The media don't brainwash you. But whatever you do, don't take that final step and drink that Kool-Aid. Keep your life. Amen. Um, thank you very much, ABL, for what you do. Keep doing it. Stay blessed. And good night. Thank you for the call. I appreciate you. Always. All righty. Great call. All right, Skype call up. What's going on? Hey, ABL. It's Leslie from Illinois. Hey, hey, what's going on? Hey, I want to say congratulations, early congratulations. I hope you do drop that book. I am so excited, and I'm sure all your fans are excited too. Oh, so, definitely. <laughs> I was happy when that caller called in and asked you that question because that was something that's been lingering. Like, oh, I wonder if ABL is going to. Uh, write his own book because I was like, man, you know, I read Ben Shapiro and Candace Owens and Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity's books, so we cannot wait for yours. Oh, it it'd be there soon enough for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so actually, happy early birthday and to all the callers because I'm guessing everybody's calling in for birthdays. Happy birthday as well! I hope you guys have a blessed birthday. Thank you. 
You're welcome. And I wanted to actually just touch on two quick subjects. So I did hear about, especially from you, ABL, because you did a video of this. I don't know if it was yesterday, Saturday, or two days ago, with uh, the BLM protests in regards to the uh, vaccine passports out there in New York. Yeah. I was mind blown. I was like, oh, how is the left <laughs> going to, you know, respond? Like, this is such a huge controversy for them, you know? But I don't think they're really going to make much of it, even if the I, I mean, I don't watch all this uh, liberal media, so I don't even know if they're covering it. And if they do, it's kind of, you know, just to pretty much like scratch the surface of it. And it's like, OK, we got to sweep it under the rug. This is irrelevant. Like, this is not our narrative. Right. So we can't continue putting too much attention to it anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm sorry. I said, not nah, exactly, you know, but they, they normally would cover something like that if it's Black Lives Matter because that's their darlings, that's their people, that's their um, sister kind of um, operation. But when they do something like this, they don't want to talk about it too much. No, and I, I highly disagree with the organization. Um, I've heard a lot, you know, I know you, you've done a lot of videos. I've heard a lot from Jericho Green as well and um, Officer Tatum. Um, in regards to like all these reports and now, you know, the, uh, who is she, the CEO, she resigned. How is that? <laughs> she hasn't done anything. You know, the cause hasn't done anything for the black, for black America. So, I mean, it's super irrelevant in regards to what their so-called organization stands for, but I do have to give them an applaud in regards to now standing up and re you know against these vaccine passports because that's just a huge controversy now so let's just see how it unfolds we'll be lucky if we get anything uh out of the left but i don't think so um i wanted to also touch on there was a previous caller that called in and i know that you were uh talking about this as well that yes guys so the majority of the country already knows this because like i said uh, I've said this before, I keep on saying it all the time. The majority of us voted Donald Trump in back in 2016. So the majority of us voted him back in in 2020, but we already know what happened with that. There was a lot of, you know, election fraud. Um, it's not even a conspiracy. Uh, what is it? What are they called? Conspiracy theorists? Yeah, like, no, like, this is just what it is. Uh, there's just so much facts and, and so much that came out to light. We already know, like... We need a lot of uh, voter integrity. So um, I do want to go ahead and pretty much reinforce what you said, ABL. Don't be fooled. A lot of people that are coming over here in this country, I am Hispanic. Uh, we have a very wide uh, mix in regards to our our family. We're Latino. We're all spread across the board. You know what? We have Cuban mix, whatever. We're just, we're, let's, let's just put it, we're Latinos. We already know why a lot of people, especially when you're talking about the Latino community, it's not just Latinos, though. There's a lot of other different races coming over here that are pouring over here um, to our country. And um, don't be fooled by it. Like, people leave their countries because, and I'm sorry, uh, forgive me for this one, but they leave their hellhole countries so that, what, they can come to another hellhole country? That's not how it works. Exactly. They come here. Exactly. Yeah. They come here because we're a free and we're a prosperous country. You ask any any 
Mexican, any Hispanic, any Latino, especially the Latinos, you ask them, why is it that you made that journey here? Why is it that you risked your life thousands of miles? And there's a possibility that you could have died because thousands of lives are lost out there in that journey. Why did you come out here? And they're all going to tell you because it's for a better opportunity. It was to earn more money. Their countries, like I said, you know, they're, they're, they're disgusting countries. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but it, it is what it is. Like, you, they cannot be prosperous in their country. But at the same time, you know, that has nothing to do with the U.S. And we have to respect our laws. We are a nation of laws. And as well as, so if every other country, it's okay, so they can have their own immigration system. A lot of these uh, countries have borders. Mexico has their own border, which is the border that pretty much um, closes off with Guatemala. And if you're not a Mexican citizen, guess what? They send you back. That's right. So don't be fooled, guys. Um, this is just something that we have to continue uh, spreading. Uh, you know, like what you say, ABO, you speak upon it. We, we spread the awareness. But I think the majority of us know that. Um, but yeah, guys, like we are not a racist country. I'm sorry. Like I said, by the thousands are pouring in. So, um, yeah, I want to say that. And one quick question. I'm sorry. One quick uh, response. ABL, in regards to a previous caller that called in about uh, the mayor of Chicago, right? Mm -hmm. This is what's so funny. So it's kind of like what we were talking about before. This was last week. Uh, I came on to your call and we were talking about like California, right? It's like no chance or a very slim chance of a conservative winning as a governor, right? It's kind of you can say that in Chicago because it's a Democrat run city. So, um, ugh. It's just funny, you know, how they sit here and, you know, they want to mention, well, she, you know, she's lesbian, she's gay. I, I don't care what you do in your bedroom. That should always stay private, uh, first and foremost. What type of policies are you going to bring to the table that's new and that's different? Because, um, you know, mayor, like how many people, how much has your crime increased since you came into office as a mayor? That's right. Right on. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Abel. I just wanted to say those few things. Uh, I thank you so much for everything, everything that you do. Um, I love you. You have a wonderful night. And I love the fans that continue watching, continue supporting. And God bless you. I'll take care. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Bye. All righty. Great, great call. Shout out to her. Fantastic call. All right. Let's get to a few more here. 586 on the line. Who am I speaking to? Five, Wendell, and John. Hello? And it's Wendell. All right, what's going on? Hey, biggest fan here, man. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Just want to tell you, uh, we love watching you, me and my wife, every night, man. Hey, I, I appreciate y'all for watching. You know, I couldn't do it without y'all, for sure. Well, I, I wanted to shed some light on uh, some things. I went deep in the swamp and to understand because uh, I voted for Trump. And uh, so I just wanted to explain some things, some of the craziness and shed some light on it. If you, if you would uh, indulge me in listening to this. Go for it. Well, this, this Afghanistan thing you thought was terrible, leaving the weapons. So I figured it out that all the Taliban is going to be encumbered carrying all those weapons and fall over. And so <laughs> you thought it was bad, 
But that was the plan. <laughs> so it worked out well because we gave him so many weapons. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, you know, you saw abandoning the the air base was terrible. It was a great idea. So the whole time the tail the terrorists, they had their palms to their head, and because they, they can't believe it, they run behind them and get on the plane and escape. Oh, see, I, I didn't think about it like that. That's that's brilliant. <laughs> Rocket scientist idea. <laughs> all, all, all his plans, because I watch, I, I had to go over to CNN and tell those guys something, what I'm doing wrong, because I want I want to join that team. I, I hate, but I know. So I went over there and watched Joel Reed and, and Don Lemon and all those guys. So anything you have questions about, Breaking up real bad. You breaking up real bad, caller. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Oh, so I, I was just explaining. Are you more afraid of the devil or the people who think the devil is doing a good job? Who uh, are you more afraid of? The people think the devil doing a good job because the devil going to be the devil regardless. The devil's going to always be there. But the people who are brainwashed, they think it's a good thing. And they go along with it, and they ate in the bet. That's the problem. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's what I, I was saying, but I keep trying to think. So every dilemma, there's an answer for if you're wacky. So I think that 40% or 30%, depending on the polls, are, are watching the, the false media with, with their agenda because they seem to twist everything, and, and they use their sound bites to make things sound like they're practical when they're impractical. <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> so any, anything that you think, tell me what you think was the craziest and I can explain it using a wacky, <laughs> wacky thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> any, anything. Cause I, I, I've seen everything and I'm, I'm scared. I'm retired and I'm a last responder in the medical field. So, I, I, I like watching everything. I want to be objective, you know, in, in any dilemma we have and, and try to serve um, whatever it takes for, you know, Republicans and the true leaders of the country to do what's necessary. Right. I'm with you. I mean, it, it needs to happen because we, we can't this. What we're doing right now is not sustainable. It's going to crash and burn. So we got to go to up the opposite direction immediately. Exactly. So I think, they're trying to make it so bad, like uh, Nicki Minaj. So now she sees it took an action, to, or some people say red pilled, to bring them over once you see, because you think, um, you know, if, if you did something impractical and cheated on the, the ballot, you were doing it for the betterment, and those people don't know. So cheating is okay if they think it's going to uh, serve their purpose. So they justify doing what's wrong because in their minds, the 30% are, uh, are the leaders. You right. understand? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm kind of making fun of it, but I, 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 I want to keep talking. I just want to tell you how awesome I think you are and very intelligent. It's just that I'm afraid of the wacky people on the other side thinking that, the people doing wrong are doing a great job. That that General Milley, he's the very worst. I, I don't think you'd make any worse decisions than he can. So 
so he can't surprise you because he's making immoral, illegal practices leaving Americans behind. Okay, I just want I just want to tell you that I love you and happy birthday, man. Thank you, Mitchell. We, we love you. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right. <laughs> Thank you, friend. All righty. Let's go. Oh, I had a caller right there, but I think I missed it. Too slow to the trigger on that one. Okay, here we go. Two two five here on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, this is Mark. All right, Mark. What's going on? Hey, uh, I just want to bring up a point about all these people coming to the United States that I don't I haven't heard yet in the last month is that all these people are willing to abandon their homes and leave and come here. And they're not willing to stay and fight and make their own place better. They just want to come here and have something better handed to them. What good are they going to be for the fabric of this country if they're not willing to even fix their own country, but they will flee and they will evacuate because of the, because of the conditions that they contributed to. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, they're not really going to contribute and that's why it's good to have an actual immigration exactly. system that, you know, you got to vet people and see if they're going to be able to bring something to you rather than just having every, merit? huh? Do they have any merit or, or do we just get a bunch more? Uh, are we just going to sell a whole bunch more on more than leaf floors? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, you don't know who you're going to get. It could be anybody. It could be criminals, gang it bangers, could be a foreign army. <laughs> Correct. Correct. <clears throat> And we don't even know because we're just letting anybody in. Nobody, they're, they're not paying any attention to it. And I think uh, a lot of the people in, in our politics, they just want a, a, an electorate who's not going to fight them, who's not going to stand up to them. That, and, and they see that coming here. They're going to be like so happy to be here and get the little pesos that they get here that, uh, that, 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 that they'll go along with whatever they're told to. Yeah, pretty much. They'll give them a voter ID card, whatever they want, as soon as they come. And then they try to do some kind of amnesty, some kind of mass amnesty, say, where they can't live in the shadows. And before you know it, you get 50 million more Democratic voters. That's that's probably the ultimate goal. ABL, I, we've got to widen the brackets on how to fix this country. And the only way to do it is to make our leadership respect us again. And the only way we can do that is hold them accountable, even after they leave office. And the only way we can do that, I think, is if we elect politicians into office and then we vote on a review for them after they leave office. So we decide if they go to jail for as many years as they were in office or if they get a pension or they just go free. But they have no concern. They, we get the, the, the biggest liars, the, the happiest liars to get up there and lie to us and lie enough to, to, to get 51% of the vote. And then they don't care. Once they get in there, they get all their payoffs, they get their millions of dollars and they get the heck out and they resent us for us putting them through the, through what they go through. They, I think we underestimate that too. They resent the voter for judging them. I think I, and yeah. maybe that's why they make the crappy decisions they do. I agree. And a lot of them really are quite frankly incompetent. So they just do things because they, they think it makes sense, but in reality it doesn't. Or they, 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 no, call, they, they, they got, they got favors. They got to honor. Oh, well, you know what? You know, I gave to your campaign. I gave you a million dollars. So now it's time for you to do something for me. And that thing that they may get requested to do has nothing to do with their constituents as far as helping them. It's all about oh, trying yeah. to pay back that favor. 
to Anthony, how much of this government is being run by the back channels of the assistants and the staffers in all of the congressmen's office, feeding them echo chamber information and, and getting them to, to say the crap that they do because it's the staffers in the background who, who influence them more than anybody. Uh, I mean, the staff in the background, I think that's part of the whole deep state situation because the people that yeah, are in the front, they're not really running it. It just kind of the figureheads. It'd be those that are behind them that really call the shots. Anthony, I want to give you a lot of praise and happy birthday, but I'm just going to keep it short and say diddles, Anthony. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Good call. 512, you're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Hello, 512? Hello, hello? Okay, I don't know what happened. The Obama phone conked out. 702, you know the line. Who am I speaking to? 702, hello? Oh, hello. Um, this is Robert from Las Vegas, Nevada. All righty, what's going on? Hey, I just kind of wanted to um, speak on behalf of, like, well, not really speak, um, kind of answer the last part of the question, saying how these people don't really have uh, much respect by leaving um, their original, like, ancestors' land um, just to come to the United States, or whatever the case is, you know. It could be any country. But um, what I really wanted to say was, um, I remember hearing one of my um, Native um, family members saying that, if they don't have respect to respect their ancestors' land, they're gonna go to like whatever and destroy it. And if they're doing that, we're pretty much limiting like the potential of like humanity in a way. Because um there's been lots of destruction in history and ancient civilizations have always kind of repeated stuff like how how they they've all fallen. Like if you see Rome today, it's shrunk up to become an Italy when they pretty much like reigned all, all of Europe at one point, almost. Well, you get what I'm trying to say? Sorry. Oh, uh, sort of, yeah. Um, not being... It's it's kind of it's kind of coming together. I kind of understand what you're saying. I just uh, think that if you're willing to leave, like wherever you came from. You pretty much have gone. Um, you lost like all hope towards that area. Yeah. And I hope we don't come to um, a world where there's just like a lot of destruction. Because what we've seen in the news a couple of weeks ago in Iraq and, well, not Iraq, sorry, in Israel, it's really truly a shame that that happened. And it's just always sad to see like any sort of life, like, sorry about that. Any sort of life just now. Um, be gone, no matter of politics, religion, or anything. I'm being biased, you know. Right. Because we're just really limiting our future. Um. But thanks, Adrian. Um. I've been watching and listening for over a year now. Appreciate you taking my call. Thank you. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. everybody. All right. Shout out to the caller, and thank you all for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet. I think I'm going to go ahead and stop the calls right there. Yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and do that. I think Skype might be acting up a little bit. 
Because, you know, you guys know how Skype wants to act. It's temperamental like that. So thank you all for joining. I couldn't do it without you. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internets. Um, I got a few super chats I want to read right here. But first, shout out to everybody for being here. Uh, I'll be back live again Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I should be live tomorrow on Brandon Tatum's channel, but I don't know because he might be out of town. Who knows? But if I do go live on Tatum's channel tomorrow, I'll put it in the community tab on this channel. And I'll put it on my social media as well. If you guys are not following me, follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, so all that good stuff. All my social media, my email, my snail mail, everything is on my website, anthonyblogan.com. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, the letter B-L-O-G-A-N.com. Check out my merch at ablmerch.com. All the hats, t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, mugs, and more from me, designed by me, on the store. I got a handful of these hats right here, the USA Special Edition hats. I got a handful of those, so get them while they're there because when they're gone, they're gone. I might re-up. Maybe I won't. Who knows? They cost a whole arm and a leg, and I don't got no more arms and legs to spare. Also, if you want to hear this particular show as a podcast, audio only, It'll be available on your favorite audio streaming platforms tomorrow at 8 a.m. And that'll be Apple iTunes, which is the number one spot people listen to me on. Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, etc. Link for that will be in the description box or just go to your favorite audio streaming platform and search ABL Live. I shall pop right on up. Please give me a five-star rating. That'll help me out a whole lot. I got quite a few of those right now on some of those platforms. Give me a few more. It ain't going to hurt nothing. All right. I got super chats on deck, and then I wrap it up here. And, and thank y'all again. Uh, after I read these, I'm going to get some more of that good old birthday cake. Thank you to my wife for providing the birthday cake. It's lit. I'm going to get a few more pieces and read these, and then I'm out. Uh, let me see. Okay. Where was I at? Thank you to... Unifier TV, my man. Matter of fact, hold on. Let me, let me go back a little bit. Okay, I think I read this one already. Thank you to Angel who says, hey, ABL, every agenda Biden pushes favors China by either making us more dependent on them or weakening our image on the world stage. Biden is truly China's pet as outlined in the book Stealth War, how America's elite slept as China took over. I think I did read that one. Thank you for that. And thank you to Unifier TV who says, have a matcha tea on me. Uh, you know the you know, time of day, you know, you know the vibes, that matcha tea. Have a matcha tea on me. Thank you for all that you do. You're my number one media inspiration. I've applied all that you taught me. Happy birthday, sir, sir, sir. <laughs> thank you for that, man. Definitely appreciate you. Uh, thank you to James Lindbergh who says, the shutdown is an insider trading scheme to boost stocks by killing small businesses. That makes sense to me. Thank you to Autumn Moon who says, thanks for covering the news, giving your opinion and having a good head on your shoulders and spreading needed common sense. Happy birthday. I get sick of watching the news. Vomit emoji. LOL. Thank you for that. Uh, shout out to Joe Rider 84 right here who says, are you going to get a high profile celebrity or ever had one? We're talking about like on the show. Um, well, I'm not really sure. That's not really something I think about too much. A lot of celebrities put up, well, here's, here's what I'll say about celebrities. A lot of celebrities don't really want to come out and express themselves as a conservative, you know, shout out to my man, David Harris Jr. He's had a few guys on the show. David Harris Jr. Had Chuck Liddell and a few other guys. 
So David Harris Jr. is the guy, the go-to guy for that. He's a, he's a, he's a monster at what he does. He's a beast. He's really big on Facebook. I, I think if you're big on Facebook, you can pretty much, you get the keys to the city. You get the keys to the city. That's why, although I hate Facebook with every, with every fiber of my being, I try to improve my standing over there because I know that if I can get that unlocked, then they can't do nothing to me. Because at that point, then you, come, then you become a big, big time person. Thank you to um, Hydra X who says black women like this or why the black community is so bad. You males better take back the lead role. I agree. You're right. Thank you to Jamie Fain who says happy birthday, ABL. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you. Thank you to Red Fury for the celebrating emoji. Thank you to Christy725 who said happy birthday, ABL. Thanks for sharing your wisdom with us each week. You make all the craziness easier to tolerate. Thank you. Thank you. Shout out to Dennis Taylor, who says, thank you, ABL, for real talk. Happy birthday. Thank you. Shout out to FNA Ranger Xbox, who says, Navy Surgeon sounds the alarm video on YouTube, White Coat Summit. Happy birthday. Thank you to Sadie for your donation. Big Baller, thank you to Chevy for your donation. Thank you to Lewis from Spain, who says, because it's your birthday, I'm going to, I'm just going to say, we have let you know in the comments of your shout out to BLM video. Hopefully you'll come back. <laughs> I had to give them their props when their props is due, but it won't happen again. I promise. I mean, unless they say something good again, then I got to give them their props. I'm sorry. It's not my fault. Blend the white man. Thank you to Keith Toth for your donation. Thank you to Misty Morton who says, I will not be surprised if Fauci spent a lot of time playing Dr. Ed Epstein's, or maybe he prefers random like Andrew Gilliam with party favors up. Oh. Hey, you might, you might be on something right there. Uh, Misty also says the spineless GOP rhinos are not talking about Democrats being trained by political ops. Um, Coles companies surrender as moderate Republicans. Watch out. It worked in Georgia. They get to Liz C who says, what if you have a spouse who works for the federal government and is required to take the Fauci out in order to keep their job? I mean, it's, it's rough. It's like, what are you going to do? I'm not really sure what, the the solution to that is you can try to find another job or do something else. I'm not sure what that something else is going to be. And I'm not going to say it live on the YouTube because I don't want to get nobody in trouble, including me. Uh, thank you to autumn moon who says to touch on the VAC situation. I'm not with the test. If you aren't fully vaxxed, you got to get tested to keep your job. I don't want it to be part of that part of a regulation. I understand. Same here especially them nose tests. Have you had a, a COVID test where they took the nose and stab you in your brain? I don't want that. I'm good. And why they got to go that high? I'm sure, sure they can do like a blood sample or something like that. I mean, I never had a test for any kind of virus like that where they got to put a, a cotton swab up your nose. And who developed that vet? Who developed that way of testing? Hey, you know what? This cotton swab should just go on my ear or something like that or on some jury to clean it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to shove it in your brain and test that way. Then we can figure out, and it's inaccurate on top of that. So what's the purpose? But I'm getting triggered, so I digress. Thank you to Joe Ryder 84 who says, are you going to get already read that one? So thank you all again for joining. I'll be back live again on Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I may be live tomorrow on Brandon Tatum's channel. And if I am, that'd be 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And if I am live on that channel, I'll put it on my community tab and also on my social media platforms. 
I got another one right here from Baby Vaso who says, I heard Fauci studied how to be a doctor using Dr. Mario. Is this true? <laughs> I've not heard that, but if it was true, I wouldn't be surprised. All righty, but that'll be a wrap. So thank y'all again for being here. And until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.